The Griffins will kick right to left as we view it atop Spratt Stadium with Sundance Wicks and also Chris Roush. I am Dave Riggert. A pleasure to have you along for Griffin football. They kick off their 2018 home schedule tonight as they take on the defending MIAA champion and fifth-ranked Fort Hayes State Tigers. The Griffins again in the all-blacks here at home. They went all-white a week ago, including the white helmets this week. They're all-black. The Tigers in their white road uniforms with the white pants, and they've got the black helmet with the Tiger across the side. The Griffins right to left. The Tigers left to right. Sit back, relax, enjoy it. Should be a lot of fun. Jamari Davis and Dondre Reed back deep for Fort Hayes State. Tyler Bash has it teed up at the 35-yard line. Last week, Tyler had three kickoffs. One was a touchback, and again, For folks that don't know, the new rule is if you fair catch it inside the 25-yard line, it's a touchback back to the 25. So if you're inside the 25 and call for the fair catch, you get the football at the 25-yard line. It does not have to be in the end zone like it has in the past. So those are considered touchbacks even if you fair catch it inside the 25-yard line. It's a pleasure to have you along from Spratt. Here we go, Griffins and Tigers, as Missouri Western searches for win number one tonight. Bash approaches, swings his right leg through, end over end. It's going to take Reed back to about his three just inside the left hash. He's going to go between the numbers and the hash to the far side left across the 25-30. A good return. He spun down, but a flag comes out. It's well away from where it ended up at about the 44-yard line up the far side hash. Let's see what this is called. The Griffins had Devin Burrell, one of their backup safeties, involved in that play. And there's an injured Tiger on the far sideline as well. They're without a couple of starting offensive linemen in this football game. That's a big deal. Again, you need continuity up there, and that could be an issue for Fort Hayes State. They're without their... So it's a personal foul face mask against the Griffins on Devin Burrell. So all of a sudden, the Tigers are going to start in Griffin territory after the return. They'll put the football right around midfield as there's an injured Tiger on the far sideline. So that is an issue here early on. Penalties... And, Chris, we'll go down to you for this, but penalties last week really hurt this football team in inopportune times. Yeah, especially early in the early going last week. They had a couple false start penalties, and they were really starting to get a couple drives going early. But th- this penalty already big in the ball game. Now the ball sitting on the Griffin side of midfield. Fort Hayes, excellent field position. That's one of those penalties that, you know, Coach Williamson does not want to see on the opening kickoff. So the football is going to be at the 47 in Griffin territory. It was Jamari Reed on the return. He's the injured Tiger, I believe, on the far sideline. Can you see the number over there, Chris? Yeah, I thought it was him too, but I still can't see a number on him yet. And they're carrying him off. It is Reed, so he is going to be helped off the football field. He's a junior college transfer. Or excuse me, he's the redshirt freshman from Muskegee, Oklahoma. Had a couple of catches and a touchdown last week. He is their backup receiver behind Lane Bieberly, who had eight catches a week ago. So that could be a big loss for the Tigers and they're without a couple of offensive linemen. So Fort Hay State begins with a football. They move left to right. Their quarterback again, a three-year starter, Jacob Mazzara, the senior from Jacksonville, Florida. Honorable mention all league two years ago, second team all-conference last season. He'll clap his hands, Tigner the back, gets the handoff, runs to his left, cuts up inside, and he'll be tackled by James Husky after about a four-yard gain, got to the 43-yard line outside the hash mark between the number, and it will be second down and six for Fort Hayes State. Griffin defense last week against Northwest limited them to 152 yards, but again, 34 and 22 came on two plays. Second down, six, 
Hazel sent a man in motion. It's Harley Hazlitt fake handoff. They'll swing out to Hazlitt in the flat near sideline. Griffin's on pursuit. Good job by Damon Roberts, but he pushed him forward a little bit. And he'll gain three, make it four now to the 39-yard line. Back-to-back four-yard plays. And now third down and two coming up for Fort Hayes State. This will be a big sign of the game here, these short yardage plays on third down. Uh, this can make or break a lot of a lot of possessions. Griffins last year were last in the league in third down conversions. Last week they were 3 for 17, but they were good defensively, giving up just 4 to 13. Mazzara's going to throw it, swings it out to Tigner. Right there's Anthony Williams, and he can't make the tackle, but he holds him up far enough to let Robert Bowers, the transfer from Michigan State, to make the stop. It's a two-yard loss back to the 41-yard line, and now all of a sudden it's a fourth and four from the Griffin 41. Great read on the bubble screen right there. Great anticipation. I wouldn't be surprised if they go for it. I think they might. Yep, absolutely. Again, the wind not really a factor in the football game, and for the time being, it is dry, and it looks like they're going to bring the punt team on. So Mazzara is going to come off. They will bring their punter on. Boy, this is going to be a huge stop if they actually punt the football. Dante Brown, he's a transfer from St. Joe's College in Indiana. Their school closed. The Griffins were beneficiaries of that last year when Phil Thompson, the All-American triple jumper, came to Missouri Western, but he's a transfer from St. Joe's. Rugby-style punt getting inside the 10, and it's going to bound into the end zone. It'll be a touchback and only a 21-yard net punt. Boy, a huge stop by this Griffin defense as now they'll take over first and 10 at the 20-yard line. And some of you guys getting some love now on the on the big screen. That's going to make them want to come to more football games they start getting <laughs> on that big screen, man. Second largest video replay board in Division Two. <laughs> Our guys, they're not very good looking, are they? No, they're not. <laughs> Even worse when you get on the big, big screen. He whiz, man. <laughs> It'll be first and ten for the Griffin offense. Dom Marino, Shamar Griffith on the boys now out there. His little son Kyle Berry, Keelan Mack. Out to the far side right. Also, Eli Cunningham will get the start out of the pistol formation. Luke Vang, the tight end of the near side left. Here's a snap back, and it's a zone read. Handoff. No, they're going to throw the football wide open as Eli Cunningham. He's got a first down and gets chopped down at the 31-yard line, but play action on first down goes for 11, and they're going to move the chains. Love good good play action. Good love play action to start. Just keep, keep us guessing. Keep him guessing. Two minutes gone by, no score. Griffins forced a three and out when the ball started in Missouri Western Territory. Now the Griffins will have their first first down of the game. Two receivers near side left out of the pistol. The back now is... Derek Gray, Brock Broughton comes in motion, handoff to Derek. He'll try to stretch to the far side right. He breaks one tackle and then gets spun down for a two-yard gain. We'll give him to the 33-yard line. It'll be second down and eight coming up with 12 and a half to go. First quarter, no score. Griffins with their first possession of the game. Last week, Western had 347 yards. They ran the football for just 121, and 75 of those came off the legs of Don Marino, their starting quarterback. Trips now to the near side left against this Fort Hay State D. They gave up 508 last week to UCM. That was second worst in the league. Dom, three-step drop, scrambles to the near side. On the run, there's going to be a flag in the backfield. He'll throw it down the football field incomplete, well over Keelan Max head, but it's either going to be a chop block or a hold, I believe, on the Griffin offensive line as the pocket collapsed right away. They brought a blitz from their linebacker, Colt Traskell, and it will go against the Griffins. It's going to be a hold on Missouri Western. Got a couple of these bad breaks last week as well early in the game. And they came at inopportune times, third and short turned into third and longs, different things like that. It's going to be a hands to the face, and it will go against Sean, Sean Rouse, a left tackle of the Griffins. So that's going to be a personal foul, not just a hold. So it's a 15-yard penalty. Twelve oh eight to go here in the first quarter. No score. And the Griffins now well behind the chance. Football back at the 18-yard line. It'll be second down and 23 yards to go. 
Luke Vang, the tight end, attached on the far side right. Two receivers near side left. Coming in motion now as Joe Horn Jr. gets the carry. Tries to bounce to the outside outside the numbers and gets spun down out of bounds. That was a little bit late. The tackle came on the near side from the redshirt freshman Keelan Kennedy. The corner on the near sideline at Horn. Able to get to the 26-yard line and pick up eight yards. So now it won't be third and real long. It'll be third down and about 15 yards to go. That's close to being a personal foul. I mean, it, your foot's out of bounds. You're out of bounds. Mm-hmm. That's the way I look at it. Griffins have it now third down and 15. They've got the football at their own 26-yard line. Brock Broughton and Tristan, excuse me, Kyle Berry to the far side right. Joe Horn to the near side left. Don Marino three-step drop. They want to set up a screen to Derek Gray. He'll make the catch, has blockers in front. He gets to the 30-yard line, tries to bounce outside and spins into some traffic at the 32. He'll pick up six, but not enough for a first down. And the penalty derailed the drive. They had it second and eight. Instead, they had it now second and 23. They've got to punt the football after one first down on their opening drive. One thing with the backs they have, James Bailey, Derek Gray, Shamar Griffith, and others, Donnell Hawkins, Guys that can catch the football, so I think their screen game will be pretty important as this season moves on. Well, I set that up, but that screen comes at third and eight versus third and Absolutely. 23. It's a big-time difference. Absolutely. Luke Tyson on the punt. He struggled a little bit last week, averaged 34.3 yards per punt. Good snap this time. Gets it away. There's a booming kick. Going to send Bieberly back to his 22. He'll make a fair catch call, and that's where the Tigers take over. First and 10, their second possession of the football game. Timeout on the field. We'll step aside with 10.53 to go here in the opening quarter. No score between Missouri Western and fifth-ranked Ford Hayes State as we continue right here on the Griffin Sports Network. We're back inside the East Hill Shopping Center broadcast booth atop Spratt Stadium. 10.53 to go as we are in the opening quarter. Both teams won possession, and we are scoreless as the Griffins have Fort Hayes State backed at their own 21-yard line after a very good punt by Luke Tice. Jacob Mazera and the Tiger offense back out there. Charles Tigner to his right ran 11 times for 80 yards last week against Central Missouri. Wendelberger, short motion. Going to set up in the backfield. Slant pass to the near side. Good catch, and Dandridge will make the tackle, but it's going to be enough for a first down. Slant to the near side right. Complete this time to Manny Ramsey, his first career catch. The redshirt freshman from Canadian, Texas. You know, I thought the defense was pretty good last week, other than just giving up a couple big yep. plays. Absolutely. He gave up 356 last week, but 112 came on two plays. And they both went for seven points. Wendelberger, the tight end. He's a wing on the near side right. They're going to put Ramsey on the line. Two receivers to the far side left for Mazzara. Last week he was 19 out of 40. Coming out slinging. Going to try a dig, Ooh, and it's going nice. to be a big collision. Good job by Sam Webb. Also Devin Burrell, a former basketball player in junior college, now playing safety for the Griffins. They combine for the sandwich, and Beaverly cannot hang on. Who said basketball players are soft? That's a big-time crush right there, huh? Absolutely. He yeah. was a point guard for... Cerritos College out in California for a couple of seasons. I know Cerritos well. A lot of AAU events going out in Cerritos. Now he's, he, they, Coach Williamson, they've got some athletes on this team. He thinks Devin Burrell might be the best. Second down, 10. Handoff to, nope, a fake handoff to Tigner. They want to sling it down the football field high, and it's going to be out of bounds, and it's incomplete. Good hit again. This is Jabbar Miles from his free safety spot. In his hands, Harley Hazlitt had it, but he came down, couldn't hang on, out of bounds as well. It's now third down and 10. Big hits from the secondary right now. Love the timing on those plays. I mean, when you can get there and it's bang-bang play and you can do it, make a play in the air, that's a big-time, big-time play for a defensive back. Last week, Fort Hayes State on third down. They were pretty good, 9 of 18, 50%. Last season, the Tigers overall for their entire season, now they were 39%, which was good enough for seventh in the MIAA. They were average on third down a year ago. 
They're down 10. Two receivers each way. Two-by-two two formation. Mazzara, plenty of time. Griffin's had three sacks last week. And over the middle, nearly picked up by Willie Washington. Willie J. Washington third nearly had his first career INT. If he catches it, he might be gone. That was to the house, man. 0-2 on third downs. I like that. I'll take that any day right now to start the game. Defense giving some great momentum. And again, those safeties flying around right now. Jabbar, Miles played the weak safety a year ago as they had Jonathan Owens, who's now, who was with the Arizona Cardinals. He was the free. Now they moved Jabbar back, and Willie, who was injured a lot of last year, Getting a lot of time. Here's a line drive punt going to be taken by Dandridge at the 29. Some room to run. He breaks through at the 40. Oh, near side of the 50. 45. Cuts back inside of the 35. He let's makes go. another man miss at the 30. 25. Brandon Dandridge tackled from behind at the 20-yard line. Griffin set up shop in the red zone after the big return by Brandon Dandridge. <laughs> That's a big-time call, Rig. I like listening to you, man. I like that. <laughs> this gets me excited up here. i got goosebumps in the booth. In his career, he averages 13.6 yards per return, and now he's got the Griffins at the 19-yard line, first down and 10, as they're in the KC Great Life Red Zone. You know, I don't have a lot of color commentating skills. Is it okay to compliment the guy who's doing the game? It is today. (laughs) No other time unless you're with me again. (laughs) Hey, you better be. I'll be doing some stuff in the winter, you know. I know, man. Hey, we love to to pump it up, man. Promote positivity. Absolutely. So the Griffins take over at the 19-yard line after a big return by Brandon Dandridge. Again, he's a defensive back, but he is electric with the ball in his hands. Now they ready the ball for play. Luke Vang tied end to the near side left. Keelan Mack. And Damon Wheeler Jr. to the far side right. Blake Browse also attaches a tight end on the near side left. James Bailey, the Western Illinois transfers the back. Fake handoff. Here comes Dom. Run play option goes to the right side. He gets upended, goes head over heels, and then gets spun around to the 14. It'll be a five-yard gain for Marino, as last week he ran for 75 yards against Northwest. X-Factor. Special teams plays are huge. You know, we like that in basketball, baseline out of bounds, sideline out of bounds. Trying to score on those or, or make big plays on those are huge. Game-changing plays. Carlos Thompson has checked in for the first time. Last chance you, Netflix star. He is in at the slot on the near side left. We'll talk more about Carlos as we continue. Low snap, going to throw it. It is incomplete. Tried to hit Keelan Mack as Carlos Thompson was open on the corner in the end zone. But Keelan Mack, who had seven catches a week ago, Tried to settle into a zone that time, and Marino missed him. Now a third and five of the 14. You know, tough snap to start, kind of out of rhythm in the play. Carlos Thompson, again, just became eligible. He had 44 catches, three scores for Independence Community College, who won the Jayhawk Conference a year ago. Again, they were on Last Chance U on Netflix. Unbelievable kid. He worked his tail off to get eligible. He now is. Just got his first snap. He's out right now. Third and five. Griff's three for 17 last week on third down. Short motion from Brock. Low snap. Here comes Don Marino. Going to step up. He will take off and run. And he's going to make a man miss. Near sideline to the five. Don Marino. Takes the tackle in the end zone. Touchdown. Griffins. Touchdown. Don Marino from 14 yards away. 6-0 Missouri Western. Broken plays make a play. A running quarterback is the X factor sometimes for an offense. You can't account for that guy. And that's why... They love Dom Marino. Last year for the Griffins, Dom had five touchdown runs, excuse me, eight touchdown runs. That's his first and the Griffins' first touchdown of 2018. Tyler Bashon for the PAT. Marino will hold it after his touchdown, and he splits the uprights. It's 7-0 Griffins. They lead fifth-ranked Fort Hay State, the big 
punt return, the third down conversion, and it goes for seven. Seven nothing Griffins, 9.15 to go. We are in the first quarter as we continue with Missouri Western football right here on the Griffin Sports Network. We continue from the He's still Shopping Center broadcast booth, 7-0 Missouri Western, a 14-yard touchdown run by Dom Marino, 9-15 to go first quarter. It is 7-0 Griffins. Chris Roush, big punt return, and a big third-down conversion. Those were some of the keys, and they came to fruition on that drive. You talk about big plays hurting Missouri Western last week. Big plays helping the Griffins early in this one tonight. Two big plays on that drive. Boy, on the kickoff, Marcus Brown, who's right next, he is talking to the Florida State front five. <laughs> There's some passion and purpose from Marcus Brown, the sophomore from Kansas City. Tyler Bash will send it to at the two. They do not call for a fair catch. Let's see if they can cover this one better. Anthony Williams will force him down. I guess he makes the tackle. The man that was talking trash, Marcus Brown, will make the stop. The sophomore stops at the 20, five yards short of where they would have been had they called a fair catch. So now Fort Hayes State's offense, so their third possession is one first down so far for the Tigers. Sometimes you just got to let them know what's going to happen. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus Brown, talented young man. He played inside linebacker a year ago as a true freshman, played some. Now as a sophomore, moving to the defensive end. He's raw, but they think he is going to be a stud at the end. Arnold Creighton has checked in. Neil Smith, the former chief, that's his nephew. He's at defensive end right now, the redshirt freshman from Houston. Missouri, plenty of time. Fires down the football field. Sam Webb in great coverage. A little incidental contact falling down that time for Fort Hayes State was wide receiver Manny Ramsey. No flag comes out. Incomplete on the deep ball down the middle. That's a little karma, man. They missed one on us. You know, we might miss one on them. So. 9.03 to go. We're in the first quarter. 7-0 Missouri Western. Again, the Griffins last week didn't get in the end zone against Northwest on the road. They get a big punt return and the touchdown run from Dom. Second down, 10. Boy, they have not established a run game yet. They have four rushing yards. Mazera's one for four. Or excuse me, now one for five in the game. He's going to throw again. Looks to his left. Tigner out of the backfield. And it's going to be caught in the line of scrimmage and tackled immediately. Great job by Quentin Polk, the safety. No gain. Third and ten again coming up for Fort Hayes State. DB's closing time is on point tonight. They are covering some ground on those bubble screens. They're picking them up. It's probably a pretty good scout. And now Marcus Brown is going to check in with it being third and long. They bring out, they bring the two interior defensive linemen out. They've got four defensive ends in the football game, including Markel Fluker, Damon Roberts, Arnold Creighton, and Marcus Brown, who's now checked in. A little heat. A little sub package with four rushers now trying to get after Jacob Mazzara. Third and ten. They don't get a ton of pressure. It's a double move. Going to go deep down the football field. It's going to be out of bounds. Not even close. A three and out. The Griffin defense. Very good early in this football game. Just one Fort Hayes State first down. And Mazzara is now two for his first six in this football game. I mean, if anything, last week they should have got confidence from Williamson's postgame speech when he talked about we did everything that we could. We just gave up big plays. And right now we're not giving up those big plays. With the defensive backs, you're right. They have been all over the receivers. And now they're going to send Carlos Thompson is back deep along with Brandon Dandridge. Here's the rugby-style kick. It's going to go on one hop and going to be taken by Dandridge. Gets a block from Carlos Thompson to the 50 again. Now the 45 stays on his feet. Near sideline gets tripped up at the 35-yard line. Brandon Dandridge, the difference maker so far here early on. The offense will start in Fort Hayes State territory for the second consecutive possession. Now at the Tiger 35. Play physical. Two big-time blocks on that punt return right there. Two massive pancakes. And it, it was an, it was a, You don't see a lot of receivers put big blocks on. That time Carlos Thompson did just that. I mentioned he had to work his tail off to become eligible. He took classes 
at four different institutions to become eligible. He worked his tail off to become eligible. He passed his classes. He had a lot of work to do. He got it all done, and now he is playing for the Griffins tonight. Trips to the far side right. The back is Shamar Griffith. Empty backfield now for Marino. Shamar will come in motion. Zone read. Hand off to Griffith. Gets a block on the outside. Breaks a tackle. Puts his shoulder pads down. He gets spun down after a first down run, but a flag. This might be an illegal block in the back or a hold. I think it was on the edge where they were able to set the edge, let him turn the corner, and I think they're going to get one of the Griffins. I'll hear it from the official. Block below the waist for nine offense. 15-yard penalty from the spot of the foul, first down. They're going to get it on Eli Cunningham, the receiver blocking out there right on the end of the line of scrimmage. So he sealed the edge but went below, and that will be a personal foul. So another 15-yarder on the offense, and all of a sudden they're behind the chains, first down and 25. And, again, it's more than just a 15-yard penalty because that was a 12-yard run. So there's a 20, there's 27 yards in field position, and when you start the drive in their territory, obviously that's going to put you back near midfield, and it does now at the 49. 7.55 to go first quarter, 7-0 Western. Don Marino, pistol formation, fake handoff. He'll run it near side, get spun, and he's going to throw it to the near sideline and just get it out out of harm's way. He was being pulled down. No foul for intentional grounding. Passers out of the tackle box. Ball crossed the line of scrimmage. Second down. Thank you for the explanation. Sheldon Schmidt, the junior from Lacrosse, Kansas, was pulling Dom down. A good job to have the wherewithal not to take a seven-yard loss and get rid of the football. Yeah, that's that's a big-time play. People don't understand it. Sometimes taking that loss is going to be brutal for field position yep. and just be able to get rid of the ball. That's going to help these guys in this next possession. Nearing the halfway point of the first quarter, 7-0 Western, now second down 25. See if they can get to the third and medium. It's a handoff running right. Derek Gray has blockers in front and stopped quickly. He'll be stopped just beyond the numbers before the boundary at the 45-yard line picks up four on that second down. So now third and 21 coming up for the Griffins as they are in Fort Hayes State territory. And, again, the wind not really a factor, so no wind to really help or hurt in a field goal kick, but you've probably got to get at least 10 to give Tyler Bash a chance. Are they going to set up a screen here, you think? Very possible. Carlos Thompson has checked in. Donnell Hawkins the back now as they send three receivers near side left. No tight ends in this formation. Brock Broughtness to the far side right for the Griffins. Marino, high snap, he handles it. Looks to throw it. Has plenty of time. Going to scramble to the near side right. Tons of time. He will fire over the middle and open to the 20, but then getting it knocked away. Keelan Matt got hit in the back. The ball was high. And Doyen Jaboyu, who was first-team all-conference a year ago at safety, made the hit on Mac, much like the Griffin DBs were doing against the Tiger receivers. They did a little bit of their own medicine that time and knocked away from Keelan Mack. Almost a big-time catch was. right there. Had it in his hands and just got hit. 6.55 to go first quarter, and the Griffins cannot take advantage of the punt return by Brandon Dandridge. So Luke Tice will try and pin the Tigers inside their own tent. Last week, he did pin Northwest Missouri State inside the 10, or inside the 20, four times. It was all in the third quarter. Here's the punt by Luke Tice. End over end. A little bit too much spin that time. Will it die? Oh, just like Sundance Wicks with his his wedge shots on the green, he pulls that thing back right near the cup. It's going to die at the seven-yard line. It'll be first and ten for Fort Hayes State. Good job. It's a 40, it's going to be a 39-yard punt, no return. 
for Luke Tice. Let's get Alonzo and a little bit of sideline report. Here's Chris Rouse. Yeah, really the story of the game so far, guys. You know, the big plays helping Missouri Western. Penalties being costly for this team. Two great punt returns by Dandridge. Second one, though, that big penalty, though. A couple personal foul penalties. That's really been the biggest thing for Missouri Western so far as the penalties. 6.45 to go as we are in the first quarter of play. And our sideline reports are brought to you by Lons Unlimited. Quality and service since 1983. All right, the Tigers backed up now. Let's see what this Griffin defense can do. Donovan Lukens will get his first action in this football game. And now there's an offsides on the Griffin defense. Here's Mazzara going to run the football, and he will get tackled from behind up to the 13, right up the middle for a six-yard gain. But they'll likely decline it, take the five yards, and have a first and five coming up. I believe it was Robert Bowers. It was the Michigan State transfer. And now he'll get subbed out as Markel Fluker will come in for him. But Bowers was offsides, got a little itchy. You know, just going to talk about it a little bit. Just going to talk about it. Yeah, he will. <laughs> okay, yeah, he'll let you think about it a little bit as well. 7 nothing Missouri Western. With a Griffin offense. Outside, number 90, defense. Five-yard penalty from the previous spot, first down. Again, Bowers, a guy that is from Columbus, Ohio, did not go to Ohio State, went to Michigan State instead. He played in seven games for the... Spartans back in 2016. He did, did make one start for Coach D'Antonio's team, and he had a half sack in his time with Michigan State. There's a bubble screen to the far side left for Hazlitt. Williams, a good open field tackle, and it will be a gain of only one for Harley Hazlitt. He was honorable mention all league a year ago. That's his fourth catch of the season. I love I love how we're anticipating right now. We keep this up all game. It's going to be a long night for Fort Hayes. They're going to have to start trying to go downfield. Anytime they've gone downfield, it hasn't connected. Their only completions are really on those bubble screens, and they're going for hardly any game. So it'll be second down now and four. The football at the 13 in their own territory. They move left to right here in the first quarter. Six to play, 7 nothing. Griffins. Hand off to Charles Tigner. He'll get up inside, and he will be shy of the sticks. Just across the 15 to the 16, he's going to be shy by a yard. Donovan Lukens, Markel Fluker, Kyle Dumler. All those defensive linemen combined to make the tackle on Charles Tigner. Big third down here. We love this. I mean, this is what we play for and he's in our zone, man. And again, so far in the game, they're 0 for on third down. 0 for 3. They have just one first down so far in the game. And now some movement up front, and this will be a free play. Going to take a shot down the football field, and it's not going to matter what happens unless it's caught, but it will be another offside. So another penalty got them to first and five. Now another penalty gets them an automatic first down as it was a third and one. Penalties have been huge so far in the game. Number 61, defense. Results in the first down. As any coach would say, mental errors, you know, they're killing you. You know, we like unforced turnovers in basketball where there's no real pressure. You just got to be smart, make the next play. So try not to live in this moment. Move on to the next one. It's Kyle Dumbler who is offsides, and now he will check out as well. Into the football game is David Siliuta, transfer from Golden West College out in California. First down 10 from their own 21-yard line. Hayes left to right. Digner goes to the left of Mazzara. Zone read, handoff, tries to bounce to the outside. Good pursuit, though. He's spun down. Does get to the 25, though. Jabbar Miles helps make the stop for the Griffins, along with Devin Burrell. It'll be a four-yard gain to the 25. You know, I don't know much football, but in high school when we played, we had this 9-5-9 rule. Nine guys, nine guys, five yards from the ball 90% of the time. We're covering it tonight. Absolutely. We're no covering <laughs> Going to bring in a new back now. It's DJ Hickman. He is from Bahokee, Florida, transfer from... Up in Minnesota, Itasca Community College. Is that Itasca? Itasca. Yeah. 
That's where he played a year ago. Going to throw it again. It's a pass over the middle and nearly picked up. It was overthrown, and Jabbar Miles was going to come lay the wood on Harley Hazlitt, and then it went sailing by him. So incomplete. Now third down again, third and six for Fort Hay State. Tip ball in high school, right? Oski. Oski, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Now Marcus Brown will check in. He'll come in for Damon Roberts. Kyle Dummler back into the football game. Marco Fluker, the other defensive end. Third down and six for Fort Hayes State. The one third down they've converted came via penalty. Doesn't count. We gave it to him. That's right. Sam Webb, Brandon Danvers, the corners, play up right in the face of the receivers on the outside. Mazzara looks to throw near sideline. It's going to be complete, getting in front of Sam Webb, and then a big collision with Willie Washington, but a catch this time made by Hazlitt again. He's a big receiver, too. And he makes the catch. They'll move the chains, put the football now at the 38-yard line. Good run after the catch that time. Got to give the quarterback for Hayes credit. He stayed in that pocket, took a hit. Offensive line, again, they're without two starters. They've done a pretty good job so far. The Griffins haven't had a ton of pressure on Mazzara so far in this football game. The Tiger drive began at their own seven. Now they're at their own 38. A couple of first downs. Now it'll be first and 10 from their own 38 with 420 left first quarter, 7-0 Western. Zone read. There's some pressure. Going to throw it down the middle of the football field, and it's going to be complete to Wendelberger, the tight end. Across the 35 to the 30, Willie Washington got beat on that play and makes the tackle at the 29 in Griffin territory as Fort Hay State has their first big play of the game. Well, we, we, he doesn't, they don't get those big plays if we don't have those penalties, and that's what right. we've got to remember. Just keep the mental game in check, and we're all right. Wendelberger was second-team all-conference a year ago. That's his second catch of the season. And now all of a sudden the Tigers have moved from the 7 in their own territory to the 29 in Griffin territory with 3.54 to go here in this opening quarter. Tight end goes short motion. It's Hunter Bedke. Mazzara going to throw it over the middle again. High pass. Oh, there we go. It's tipped and picked by Jabbar Miles. He'll try and return it and gets tackled shy of the 20 at the 18-yard line. Ball was tipped. Griffins get the pick. Jabbar Miles, the INT, his third career interception. There's the Oski, baby. There's the Oski. <laughs> Again, he's trying to push that ball down the field. The Griffins have been in pretty good position the entire football game, and it was tipped, and the Griffins get the INT. Jabbar Miles, the free safety, gets the pick. Boy, that's big after a big play to Wendelberger. They try and go down the middle again, and it's picked off by Jabbar. Next play mentality. Next play mentality. Stay in the now, and we're good. The ball was just thrown high. Dandridge and great coverage. It went off the hands of Bieberly, their best receiver, just too high for him, and then picked up by Jabbar Miles. Griffin start from their own 17-yard line. The back is James Bailey. Two receivers near side left. Keelan Mack is the slot receiver, a two-tight end formation for the Griffins. Zone read. Here's a keep by Marino. He gets spun around, and Sean Rouse runs into him. Dom doing a little bit too much dancing that time. He'll get two to the 19-yard line, second down and eight for the Griffins as they move right to left with 3.24 to go first quarter. You know, sometimes when you're in a short-yarded situation, stop dancing, just go forward. Yep. Just get the next yard. Stick your foot in the ground and go <laughs> north and south. <laughs> downhill. Yes, absolutely. You want your guys to go downhill. I think Coach Williamson also wants his guys <laughs> to go a, downhill. Pretty similar, right? Yes, absolutely. When we say don't dance with the ball, just get downhill. <laughs> Joe Horn Jr. is put to the near side left. Two receivers to the far side right, including Keelan Mack. Dom will throw it. It's a quick hitch, and it's going to be underthrown near sideline as Joe Horn, the intended target. And, boy, he had a lot of room, too. If he makes the catch and turns up, Phil is probably a first down now. Instead, third and eight for Missouri Western. Just a timing issue. Right yep. read, great route. Griffin's one for three on third down. Again, last year, 28%, which was last in the MIAA. 
Last week they were 3 for their first 5 and 0 for their last 12. They're 1 for 3 tonight. Kyle Berry, Brock Broughton go to the far side right. Luke Vang is a tight end. He had four catches in his Griffin debut last week. The transfer from Butler Community College in El Dorado. The Wichita native is attached on the right side of the offensive line. Broughton motion. Here comes Dom Marino back to throw it. Plenty of time. Over the middle. Broughton dives and makes the catch. He's got it for a first down at the 28-yard line. What a pass and what a catch by Brock Broughton. You know, Rex Walters used to tell me there's good defense, better offense. Absolutely. <laughs> and that was it because he was all over him. It was the only spot that Dom could put it, and he put it on the money that time, and Broughton helped him out. There's the replay, and again, I'm not sure how that wasn't knocked down by Jaboyu. <laughs> it's a heck of a catch. So now first and ten, they convert a third down in their own territory. They'll move the chains and keep the clock rolling. Two and a half to go, first quarter, 7-0 Western. Hand off to Shamar Griffith, a big hole. He's to the 35 for a seven-yard gain on first down. The tackle made by the corner crashing in that, excuse me, the safety crashing in that time to help make the tackle. Doyen Jaboyu and then Jose Delgado, first-team all-conference linebacker, make the stop. Love short yardage, second down plays. That's where they've struggled. That's, that's why they've been bad on third down the last couple of years because they're always second and third and long. Now it's second and three. Yeah, that's beautiful. Trips to the far side right. Shamar stays in the game to the left of Marino now in the gun. Here's a handoff to Shamar. Big hole again. First down run. He accelerates across the 45. Ooh. Gets clobbered, but he, again, has a first down run of the 47. A 12-yard gain for Shamar as he was knocked down that time by Keelan Kennedy, the redshirt freshman corner. You get a big gain, get knocked down. You bounce back up a lot quicker. <laughs> no doubt about that. <laughs> and Shamar, again, he's 5'7", 150, but, again, he's a tough little sucker. And you can see his burst, his acceleration is almost second to none on this team. It's twitchy. Second, make it first down and 10 from their own 47-yard line. Trips again to the near side left, tight end right. Griffin's moving right to left here in the first quarter, up 7-zip. Nearing midfield, Marino in the pistol with Donnell Hawkins behind him now. Long count, long cadence, handoff to Donnell. He cuts up inside, goes north and south, but not much running room. And the ball came out, oh. and it will be Fort Hayes State football picked up by Connor Shadid, the free safety as Donnell Hawkins. It wasn't even that big of a hit, but he got spun around, and the ball came out. Chris Roush, that's a big play. Yeah, it's a tremendous, a huge play. Western's starting to get momentum on that drive. Costly turnover right there. Gives Fort Hay State the ball back right about midfield. You know, one of the reasons Fort Hay State won last week when they were down 10 with five minutes to go in the game, turnovers. They got an easy one. They were plus three last week in turnovers. The Griffins last week, you know, they were they were even. They had one. They got one, but... Last year, as a team, they were plus seven. They are minus one now in this one, and they give the football to Fort Hayes State around midfield with a 48 after the one-yard gain by Hawkins. He lets it go. Here's a counterplay hitting the backfield and drop for a loss is the running back Hickman. And the two defensive ends, Arnold Creighton and Robert Bowers, sandwiching back at the 49 for a three-yard loss. Yeah, what I love about this is our defense has got them a little flustered right now. They've been, they've been really doing a great job of keeping us in the game here. Football at the 49. If the offense could click a little more, it probably should be more than 7-0. They had the football at the 35, and a penalty hurt that drive. Moving right there until the fumble. It's been their own mistakes. Wendelberger goes in motion, comes back as a wing on the right side. Snap back to Mazzara. Handoff running to the right. Nope, it's a fake handoff in the flat. Oh. And again, Quentin Polk is right there wanting to lay a big <laughs> hit on Wendelberger. The ball is incomplete. If he doesn't go for the tackle, he might get the pick. But, again, he's got to go for the tackle first. And now it's a third and long again, third down and 13. Yo, my, my man, I'd rather have a guy who wanted to hit somebody than catch, yep. catch a pass if you're on defense. <laughs> so I'm all for it. 
Boy, they've been fantastic with those short passes in the flat and the bubble screens. They have been right there, nowhere for Fort Hay State to go. A two-by-two formation. Griffin fans on their feet with a chin of defense. 52 seconds left, first quarter, 7-0 Western. Out of the shotgun is Jacob Mazzara. Might be changing the play, gets the snap. He'll going to fire down the football field. Dandridge in coverage, and he oh, picks it off go. the 15-yard oh. line. Oh, the ball came out. Wonderful coverage by Brandon Dandridge, one of the best at his position, and he does it again. We've seen him in the punt return game, now as a corner, nearly had the INT. I love it. I love it. Give me a gritty game today. Gritty game. Special teams, defense, love it. Oh, he probably should have had. That's one he'd probably like to have back. <laughs> Anytime you put your hands on your face mask, you sat, man. Mama wanted that in her INT. Brandon last year had four INTs. He's got seven for his Griffin career and just about had number eight. So a three and out again after the turnover. The Griffin defense comes through. Here's the punt by Brown. Dandridge will let it go inside the 10 to the 5. It goes sideways and goes to the 2, but then they go diving into the end zone. Let's see if they give it a touchback or not. Did it go out of bounds first? No, they're going to. Boy, if they would have let the ball go, it was going out of bounds at the 2-yard line. Instead, they go diving after it, and they go into the end zone. So now it's a touchback, a huge break for Missouri Western. Party deck for every home game this season. Open to all fans. So a huge break for the Griffins. Chris Roush, that thing was going out of bounds, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm on the wrong side of the field for that one, but it's looking from the jumbo board up there. That one looked like it was going, I don't know, they're showing it again, replay. That one's going straight out of bounds. That's going to be at the one or two yard line. (laughs) I don't know why he touched that. That was a huge mistake for Fort Hay State right there. Griffs will take it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fort Hay State with another, you know, questionable decision there. Boy, the Griffin defense has been fantastic early on. So far in the game. Mazzara, second team all-conference last year, 7 of 16, one pick. They've been slinging around here early in this game. Trips to the right side for the Griffins, moving right to left. 35 seconds left, first quarter, 7-0. Missouri Western, handoff. Here is Shamar Griffith, a cutback run. He'll be tackled after a short gain to the 23-yard line. He'll pick up three yards. As making the tackle that time was Sheldon Schmidt, the defensive end for Fort Hayes State. You know, part of what I think Forest A's game plan is is try to get it into flats and then spread it out a little yep. bit. And we've been such a good job of covering those short passes that uh, it's putting a lot of pressure on our deep ball. It's going to be the final play of the first quarter at the end of one. It's Missouri Western 7 and 5th ranked Fort Hayes State nothing. You're listening to Missouri Western Football here on the Griffin Sports Network. Along with Sundance Wicks and Chris Roush, I'm Dave Riggert. Thanks for joining us for Missouri Western Football. We're back inside East Hills Shopping Center broadcast booth. After one, it's 7-0 Griffins. Let's get a quick scoreboard update from around the MLA. Brought to you by Sudlink. Right now it's Northwest Missouri State and Washburn. Tied at 14 early third quarter. Central Missouri, the next Griffin opponent, leads Northeastern State 17-3 in the second. Nebraska Kearney leads after one at Central Oklahoma 14-7. And Emporia State in the second quarter leads at home against Pitt State by a score of 7-3. But most important here, it's Griffin 7, Fort Hayes State nothing. Missouri Western's got the football second down 7 from their own 23-yard line. In that first quarter, the Griffins ran the football for 57 yards. While Fort Hay State had nine rushing yards, the Griffins threw for 26 yards, while Fort Hay State threw for 63. Hayes only two first downs in that opening quarter of football. Well, two on their own. They had two via penalty, but it's two on their own. So far in the game, Don Marino, three out of seven, 26 yards. He's ran the football three times for 21 and a score. Shamar Griffith has three carries for 21 yards. Jacob Mazzara, seven of 16 with a pick and 63 passing yards so far in this contest. 
Here's the first play of the second quarter for the Griffins, now moving left to right. Hand off, Bailey makes a man miss in the backfield, hit from behind, he'll lose yards. A loss of two back to the 21-yard line. Getting in there immediately was Chris Flowers, a junior college transfer from Fort Scott Community College. He made a miss, and then his teammates helped him out. So now a third and long for the Griffins as they've got the football at their own 21-yard line, third down nine. So far in the game, the Griffins are two for four on third down, while Hayes is one for five after they were nine for 18 against UCM last week. It's time for a big play break here. Got twin receivers near side right, one to the far side left. Shamar Griffith checks back in as the back. Luke Vang, the tight end, attached on the near side right. Dom looks over the middle, flush from the pocket, scrambles to his left, fires in. It's going to be tipped and complete intended for Joe Horn down the far left sideline. Tipped by Hookman, the safety, dropped in coverage, and it falls incomplete. And the Griffins go three and out. They will punt from deep in their own end. Dangerous pass there. Two, two defenders right in front of the receiver. Uh, just lucky to get away with a couple tip balls there. For the first time, we will now see Jack Rasmussen punt. 6'2", 220-pound sophomore from Baltimore, Maryland, a transfer from Glendale Community College. And I'm going to guarantee you right now, this will be a rugby-style kick. That is what he is going to do in this football game. Here it comes to his right. Take a couple of steps, take off. It's going to bounce at the 45. And good to get Griffin bounce inside the 40, and it will roll down to about the 37-yard line. Devin Burrell's just going to let that thing sit there for a minute, but Rasmussen a pretty good job to get the punt away from the return man. It'll die at the 37, and it will be a first and 10 for Fort Hay State when we return. Timeout on the field, a minute gone by. Second quarter, 14 to play, 7-0. Griffins leading number five, Fort Hay State, right here on the Griffin Sports Network. We continue from Spratt Stadium back inside the East Hill Shopping Center broadcast booth. With Sundance Wicks and Chris Roush, I'm Dave Riggert. Thanks for joining us from Missouri Western Football. Tigers take over as Fort Hayes State has it at their own 37-yard line. They move right to left, 7-0 Missouri Western. The fifth-ranked Tigers with a the football. They move right to left now here in the second quarter. Hand off to Tigner, cut back run, gets spun around at the 39 and stood up. Move backwards. Creighton is right there. And now some pushing and shoving, and a flag may come out. Wow. Damon Roberts might have got away with him in that time. He kind of pushed Tigner down as the play was over. Was it over? Was it not over? And a flag did not come out. Only a two-yard game for Charles Tigner. It's just a little extracurricular activity. <laughs> Roberts getting the junior college transfer from Plano, Texas. He went to Golden West College out in California. Second down eight. Tigers two receivers on the right. Tight end, Budkey goes in motion over the right guard. Hand off to Tigner again. He breaks through a hole and then gets spun around again for a short gain. Three yards off left guard that time. Not much running room right now. Everything is in the box has been taken care of. It's Husky and Miles on the stop that time along with Kyle Dummler. Gang tackling, really physical in between the guards and tackles. I love it. Creighton in a defensive end right now. Tyler Baska, Kyle Dummler inside. Damon Roberts at the other end. Third down, five yards to go. Tigers one for six on third down. Mazzara going to throw it. Here comes the blitz. Some pressure comes. The pass is going to be thrown and a sliding catch across the 50. Manny Ramsey makes the catch. And Mazzara, you can tell that's a three-year starter at quarterback. They were beating down on him. He hung in the pocket and found Ramsey. It wasn't the most accurate throw, but again, it got to the right spot. Ramsey helps him out. In the face of pressure, he delivers the ball for a first down. Out of the backfield, Tigner on a wheel route. They want to throw it to him, and good coverage in the in the secondary by Willie Washington. So he tries to 
put it into his own right that time, and Sam Webb knocks the football away, and it's incomplete now, second down and ten. Three-year starter last play. You could just tell he knew his reads. He checked yeah. his progressions. He knew where he was going. Second down, ten. Now, one thing the Griffins have is depth along the defensive line. They're bringing four new cats to be on the defensive line now, including Robert Bowers, the Michigan State transfer. Second down, ten. Mazzara's got three receivers near side left. One's a wing. That's Budke, the tight end. Handoff in the backfield. Good job by Anthony Williams and Marcus Brown to limit it to just a two-yard gain. The carry that time by Isaiah Truss, a transfer from Raytown, but he went to Butler Community College in El Dorado last season. Third and eight again. Boy, it's been third and long a lot for the Tigers, and that's why they're is two for seven on their third downs. I like these key plays. We just bring our keys out of our pockets, start jingling the keys. <laughs> you know, it's a key play. Third down eight. Football at the Griffin 45. 12 to go, second quarter, 7-0 Missouri Western. So they can get some heat on Mazzara. Corners back off just a bit. Mazzara's got some time, going to sling it over the middle of the football field, low and caught across the 35 for a first down. He went down low to Andrew J. really where only his guy could go get it. He goes down to a knee and makes the catch. as They put him down to the 33 and a first down throw that time by Fort Hayes State's Jacob Mazzara. A little confusion early on the D-line on that possession, moving around a little bit, trying to get some heat on the quarterback. So now two big third down conversions for Ford Hayes. They had only one up until these last two conversions. Here's a half handoff, and nope, it's a fake handoff. Mazzara's got it. Doesn't take off very often. He's got a first down run around the right end outside the numbers to the 20. He'll go for 13. Mazzara last year ran for negative 49 yards. Last week, negative two yards. We didn't scout for that. He right. doesn't pull very often that <laughs> no. time, and he got around the right end, and they were not planning on that. Uh, kudos to, to Hayes for that play yep. call. First down and 10 now. The ball in the red zone at the 20-yard line. Two receivers near side left. They do have a turnover in the red zone as Mazzara threw a pick. Fake handoff to Trust. Going to look to go deep. Going to throw to the middle for Wendelberger. Makes the catch, leaps up, and makes the catch inside the five and gets tackled into the end zone. Touchdown, Fort Hayes State. On the touch pass by Mazzara down the seam to his tight end, Matt Wendelberger, and Fort Hayes State within one now at 7-6. Delayed seam route right there. Great play. Mazzara looked like a three-year starter on that drive. The two third-down conversions, the touch pass there to Wendelberger for a score. On for the PAT, Dante Brown was two for two last week. He was only their punter a year ago. He does both the place kicking and the punting for the Tigers this season. They lost a really good one. And Brandon Brown, who was first-team all-conference last year. This one is good, and he's tied the football game up. 11-0-1 to go. We're in the second quarter. 7-7 our score. Let's get a Lawns and Limited sideline report and check in with Chris Roush on the sideline. Yeah, Dave, you said it. He looked like, Mazzara looked like a three-year starting quarterback on that drive. That last touchdown play, he felt Bowers coming from his left side, his back shoulder. He got it to his guy just in time. Griffins had a little bit of a hard time getting to Mazzara on that drive. I think it was just Mazzara's quickening the pace for this Tigers offense a little bit, especially on that drive. Griffins had a couple of sacks last week against Northwest Missouri State. They haven't given up a sack yet this season. They give up one last week, and now we'll see if they can get some pressure on Mazzara because he's a guy that, for the most part, is going to stand out there. He's going to throw the football, sling it around, and not enough pressure so far from him. You can, you can tell he's really comfortable in the pocket. Yep, I mean, you is. know he's, he's got a lot of heat. He's been, he's been experienced, and so uh, these plays aren't hard for him right now. And he, he has that. He's 6'5", 215. He's got the look. Boy, Jay's getting some love down on the field. <laughs> Hog that ball back towards the key. How about that? <laughs> All right. Jay. Yeah, Jay. 
I think I get three Facebook messages a night from Jay. <laughs> That's it? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's on a good day, right? <laughs> Join us for the Griffin Luncheon each Monday from Hi-Ho Bar and Grill. I'll be live talking to all the Griffin coaches from noon to one. It'll be on our sister station and our ESPN affiliate in St. Joseph on the Griffin Sports Network, ESPN 1550. Again, from 12 to 1, no RSVP required. Come out and have a great lunch and listen to the coaches every Monday from noon to 1 at Hi-Ho Bar and Grill. Pulled pork Cuban. Love it. Hi-Ho Cuban is outstanding. Is it? Yeah. I'm not sure you can go wrong with whatever you get down there. I like the triple pig. Have you tried that yet? I have not. Try it. I try to do something new every time I get down there, there, but I always come back to the Hi-Ho Cuban. Triple pig next time. 11.01 to go. We are in the second quarter. 7-7 tie now. Fort Hayes State has tied things up. Again, this is the fifth-ranked team in the country defending champions. Here's a line drive kick. It will take Shamar back inside the five. He fumbles the football around. He's got to bring it out at the five-yard line. Comes near sideline. Gets spun down and hit at about the 11 or 12. A little miscommunication on what he wanted to do, if he wanted to fair catch that or not. And then he caught it above his head, almost like he's Boxing out on a rebound to go up and get it, and that's not the way you want to catch a kickoff, and he couldn't handle it. Normally a very electric return guy. If that goes in the end zone on the muff, he probably can down it, but it didn't go quite into the black of the end zone, so he probably did the right thing on bringing that out, but now they've got bad field position. As good as special teams can be and game-changing plays, there's the opposite right there. Right? Oh, man. A turnover on a baseline out of bounds is killer. <laughs> Leads to a layup. Always goes back to that. Here's a snap. Hand off to James Bailey. Going to cut back. Trying to find a hole. He accelerates across the 15. Puts his shoulder pads down low. And he picks up seven on first down. Good patient run by the Kansas City native and Western Illinois transfer, James Bailey. Something out of nothing right there. I used to be the Domino's motto. It's not anymore? Something. <laughs> it's not anymore. <laughs> I mean, I'm a big Domino's guy. I'm a, I'm a rapid rewards member. I get every every six pizzas I buy, I get one free. That's <laughs> oh, a big deal to me. Absolutely <laughs> it is. It'll be second down and three now. The football at the 19 in their own territory. Griffin's left to right. Bailey was a red shirt for the Leathernecks a year ago at Western Illinois. Here's a zone read handoff to Bailey. He tries to get to the outside, yeah. and a flag comes out. He's tackled for just a one-yard gain out by the numbers. Boy, Tell you what, there's been some pretty impressive plays by the redshirt freshman Keelan Kennedy from Daytona Beach, Florida. He makes another tackle there, but this might be against Missouri Western again. Get a lot of flags away from the action. Absolutely. And it's a hold on Tanner Hale, the left guard. And now coming out of the football game is Isaiah Colbert, the starting right tackle. So Jared DeVoe, the former Jack Rabbit from South Dakota State, will come into the football game and he'll play a right tackle. That's up in the old hood right there, SDSU, Brookings, <laughs> Aberdeen, man. I think I saw Jared when I was living in the dorms for the first three weeks I was down here. <laughs> he was banged up a little bit before the Northwest game, but did suit, and now he is rated 100%. He's a guy that can play in many different positions, a very versatile offensive lineman. Second down now and long at the 10-yard line. Here's a handoff to Gray up the middle of the football field at the 15-25, and he's close to a first down. Cutting in down was Connor Shadid, the free safety, but it will be a gain of 11, and now a manageable third down and about a yard, yard and a half. Like those chunk yardage plays. Derek Gray's best run of the season. Again, the St. Joseph Central graduate. The former Indian, now a senior in his fifth year. Nine and a half to go before halftime. 7-7 tie, Griffins and Fort Hayes State. Don Marino in the pistol again. Gray stays in the game. We've got a tight end and a wing to the far side left. 
Zone read, handoff to Gray. He's going to backpedal his way for a first down. Good surge by the offensive line. He'll get to the 24-yard line. It's a three-yard gain of first down. Good tough running in the middle of the football field by Derek Gray. Hard yards. Love when the line comes to push him forward, Absolutely, too. Never yeah. give up on the play. A little pushing and shoving and a little chippiness going on. Nothing wrong with that. Football at the 24-yard line will be first and 10 for Missouri Western. And that's a big first down. When you start the drive inside your own 15, you want to flip the field a little bit, get a couple of first downs, if not drive down the football field. Give yourself a little bit of breathing room now. Trips receivers near side right. Now Shamar will shift to a wing on the left side. Let's see if they run zone read with him across the formation. They won't. It's going to be a quarterback draw by Marino, and he can't make the first guy miss. He's going to drag him for a yard, but a good play defensively by Javarius Sanders, a sophomore from Largo, Florida. Had that snuffed out. We're getting about to that time where you talk about getting momentum going into halftime for yep. deferring the kickoff. Uh, you know, a big drive here would do wonders for Missouri Western. 8.35 to go as we are in the second quarter. A nice, long, time-consuming drive. Get some points on the scoreboard. Yes, sir. Griffins won the time of possession battle last week with Northwest. So far in this football game, Fort Hayes State has possessed about two more minutes than Missouri Western has. Now Shamar going to be a wing again on the left side with trip to the right. See if they bring him across the formation, they will. Zone read, fake handoff. Here comes Dom. He gets tripped up. He dives across the 27 to the 28, picks up three. Now third and medium, a good tackle that time. Again, flying up was that redshirt freshman, Keelan Kennedy, to help make the stop. They've moved him more to a safety position right now. And he's making a bunch of plays. Third and six now for the Griffins. So far on third down. They're three for six, so 50%. They were three for 17 in that loss last week. It's already much improved from a week ago. Dom will send two receivers to his right. Shamar Griffith is the back now. Excuse me, that's James Bailey. In motion, Brock Broughton back to throw. Here comes the blitz. going to swing it out, and they were going to try and hit James Bailey. The ball knocked down at the line of scrimmage, coming on a blitz that time and getting the ball knocked down. Sterling Swopes from his defensive end spot. Now fourth down after the one. First down, they have to punt the football now back to Fort Hayes State. Heck of a play. They had him in the flats, too. If he gets yep. that ball, he's got, a lot of, he's got a lot of space in front of him. It's going to be one-on-one on that south side, and that's what you want. So now fourth and six, and Luke Tice will come back in to punt. They had Rasmussen come in for the rugby-style punt. This will likely be just a straight punt. Halfway through the second quarter, 7-7 tie. A little bit of a high snap. Tice, a booming punt again, a spiral sent Beaverly back inside the 25. Oh, nice. He's got to catch it over his shoulder, makes the first man miss, and now an open field tackle across the 30 at about the 31-yard line. Brock Broughton on special teams makes the tackle, but a great punt by Luke Tice drives him inside the 25-yard line. That is a 50-yard punt and a return of about seven yards for Fort Hayes State's Lane Bieberly. Let's get Alonzo Limited sideline report and check in with Chris Roush. Yeah, that drive from the get-go was pretty much against Missouri Western just from the field position. The holding penalty. Fort Hayes bringing a little bit of extra pressure on that drive. And you saw Missouri Western run a couple of read options. But Fort Hayes starting to bring a little bit more pressure and pressure in this offensive line. Yeah, Fort Hayes State starting to bring a lot more pressure. Chris, you're right. Bringing some more blitzes. Fort Hayes State takes over first and ten. Big drive. They scored on their, on their last possession. Here's a pitch forward. So this will be a pass to Harley Hazlitt. Cuts up across the numbers and jumps over a defender. That was Jabbar Miles. As Miles went low when he jumped over him, it'll be a first down run for Hazlitt. 
as they'll actually give that a pass as he threw it forward, and he gets out to the 46-yard line, and they will move the chains. Miles is trying to take Willie out on the sideline down there. <laughs> that stayed on his feet, but, again, he uh, went about 10 yards backwards. So now Hayes has some momentum. Tie football game. They've got the football back. Wendelberger, who caught the tight end, shows motion now as a wing on the right. Fake handoff. Here comes the blitz. Going to sling it in the yeah. flat. Going to be incomplete. The pressure came from Quentin Polk. He says he got a hand on the football. So we'll give him credit for that. Now second down and 10 for Fort Hayes State. Like the call there. A little blitz from the outside. Like that. Brought the safety that time from the outside. They're going to start getting creative on ways to get to the quarterback because they got to put some heat on him. Mazzara now 11 of 22 in the football game. Last year when he was second team all-conference, completed 65% of his passes. 23 TDs, 6 picks. Here comes a little bit more pressure. Handoff to Tigner. Tries to bounce outside, and then will jigger bug inside near the 50 and pick up 3 to the 49. But Dumbler's there to make the tackle. Only a 3-yard gain. Also, Willie Washington makes the tackle for the Griffins. Another 3rd and 7. They've converted their last 2, and that led to the touchdown drive. 6.26 to go here in the second quarter. 7-7 tie with the Griffins and Fort Hay State. They shuttle some defensive linemen in, including Marcus Brown, to try and rush the quarterback. Now Mazzara will change the play to the line of scrimmage. He looks over to the sideline and will change it. Out of the shotgun with Tigner to his right in a 2 by 2 formation. High snap. Some pressure up the middle. Now he steps up near the near sideline. Overthrows a wide-open receiver. Had a wheel route. And open on the near sideline was Fort Hay State's DeAndre, De- DeAndre Reed, and it's incomplete, and the Griffins will force a punt from midfield. Sometimes you'd rather be lucky than good. Yep. Just missed him that time and had him open on the wheel route. The safety was closing, but just missed him. Carlos Thompson will come in to return the punt along with Brandon Dandridge. They, again, they like Dante Brown to rugby a lot and line drive and do different things, so they're going to put two guys out there, Carlos Thompson a little bit shorter than Dandridge. And again, Dandridge had two really good returns. Here's that rugby punt, oh. and it's going to be short yeah. and shanked to his right, and it will get to the 25 and take a bounce. It's going to be picked up by the Griffins. What are we doing? And now it is loose on the ground, and it will be Fort Hay State football. And I believe the ball's picked up by Hayes, but I was told this rule a long time ago, and I did not know it. If it's rolling around on the ground and you are a punt returner, you can grab it. If you don't get it, it's a muff, and you get the football back. <laughs> so it doesn't this hurt is, you to do that. This is news to me, man. I'll, I'll take it. Because Fort take Hay it. State gets the football. Signal that a recovery by Missouri Western first down. So there you go. If, you, if it's rolling and you go and you actually muff it and don't get it clean, you keep the football, which... I'm not sure who invented that rule, who made that rule up. Doesn't make a ton of sense, but Griffins will take it. And in the end, he knew the rule, so it didn't affect that play at all. And the Griffins will keep the football. Not a great punt, so they will take over first and 10 from the 30-yard line. Rather be lucky than good. This <laughs> kid's <laughs> helped us twice now. So. Yes, sir. Now they have it at the 31-yard line. Office needs to get something going right now. They really have kind of been stuck in neutral here the last three or four possessions. We just can't flip the field on them. You know, you get a couple get a couple first downs like you talked about, get some confidence, get some momentum going into halftime. 549, I like where we're at. Hey, 7-7, we're in a dogfight right Absolutely, now. Absolutely. Yep. This is a great position to be in. So far, Don Marino just 3 for 9 for 26 yards. He's got the touchdown run. He's ran for 23 yards and a TD. But, again, you kind of wonder, will we see Wyatt Steigerwald, the backup, who has had tremendous numbers last year at NEO? 
Very talented kid. It was neck and neck to see who the starter was going to be for Northwest Missouri State, but we have not seen Wyatt take a snap here in these first couple games. Chris, is there some rain coming down now? It, it's coming down at the point where it's just almost annoying more than anything else. <laughs> it's not quite raining, but I think on that punt, he wasn't able to fully grab it because it is getting pretty slick down here on the turf. The ball's getting more wet as we go. That could be interesting here in the final like five minutes of this first half because it is starting to rain down here, which, like we talked about earlier, turnovers are going to be big in this ballgame. Griffins have the one turnover, the fumble, and then Fort Hayes State had the interception. And if you're Hayes, you've struggled to run the football, so if it continues to get wet and, and be harder to throw the football, they've been slinging this thing around. They have not been able to run the football. The longest run is the quarterback keeper around the right end. Physical on the inside with the defense. I mean, we, uh, Every coach loves to see that. Again, with Sundance Wicks and Chris Roush, I'm Dave Riggert. Thanks for joining us from the East Hill Shopping Center broadcast booth. We're at Spratt Stadium, 7-7 tie. 549 to go here in the second. Marino wants to Throw one down the near sideline. Complete to Keelan Mack. Stays oh. on his feet and then gets tripped up across the 40-yard line. Good ball down the seam to Keelan Mack. His first catch in the game after seven a week ago. And the Griffins have it at the Fort Hay State 40. And now they want to go tempo and get to the line of scrimmage. Flipped it. Flipped the field. Pace, pace, pace. Here we go. It'll be a 29-yard gain to Keelan Mack. He will come off of the football field now. They've got a receiver each way, a tight end. Ace formation handoff to Gray. They'll go right the middle, and the good surge by the offensive line. A physical five-yard run to the 35-yard line. Griffin's now in business. Like it. Like the tempo right now. Going to go fast again. Get lined up. Fort Hayes State trying to sub. Griffin's did not, so they can snap it right away. Another handoff to Gray. Cutback run. Puts his shoulder down low and gets spun back after a two-yard gain. Good tackle by Wyatt Parker. He's the only returning defensive lineman from a year ago. They lost a third-round draft pick in Nathan Shepard. who's going to start for the Jets this weekend for... New York, but Parker, a second-team All-MIAA member a year ago, makes a tackle now a third and three. <laughs> Big fella looked angry on that one. Yeah, he <laughs> kind of picked him up and slammed him down, didn't he? Third down and three. This is maybe four-down territory. We'll see. This would be about a 50-yarder, but again, with the conditions, I'm not sure you want to take your chances. Let's see what happens here on third and three. James Bailey, the back. Two receivers left. Dom going to throw it quick out near sideline. Miscommunication. Oh. Joe Horn and Dom Marino not on the same page on a fourth and th- or a third and three, and now it's fourth down, and they're going to try a field goal. Bastion's got the leg. He's got the leg. Tell me about the conditions, Chris. They are getting worse as we go. The rain's starting to come down more. Not much wind at all, but it's just getting slick, and the rain is coming down harder as Bash lines up for this kick. This will be square between the hashes, right down the middle from 50 yards away. This would be a career long for Tyler Bash. The snap by Jack Muncy. Good hold, good snap. The kick is up. It is long enough, and it is wide left. Oh, he's got the leg. He did. It, had, it was long enough, but it was wide left, and the Griffins come up empty. He struck it fairly well, but he hooked it a little bit to his left, and it's going to be no good. Tyler made two field goals a week ago, and he's now two out of four this season after going 17 for 20 last year, and only and two of his three misses were from beyond 50 yards. So now the Griffin defense will get back on the field. One thing I like about that, it shows a lot of trust in the kicker. Yep. You know, it shows a lot of trust in the kicker. They're going to keep going to him in big situations. Bash was... Second team all-conference here, going with 17 of 20. 
So now Hayes with 4.20 to go before halftime has the football right to left. Wendell Berger's a wing on the right. He's their tight end. Back to throw Mazzara in the flat. Complete to the running back this time. He'll cut up inside, go north and south, and pick up about six yards to the 38-yard line right between the hash and the number. The catch that time by Isaiah Trust, the transfer from Butler Community College. They may go tempo a little bit now with four minutes to go before halftime. They'll give him five to the 38, so first make it second down and five for the Tigers. Two receivers near side left. Mazzara looks to his right, going to throw in the flat again, and way too hard and high for Truss out of the backfield. There was no chance he was going to catch that missile. So now third and five, the clock stops with 3.51 to go before halftime. Not big stop here, get the ball back. I like this. Well, it's too bad the Griffs couldn't take advantage of that big play finally from the offense as they sputtered out and missed the field goal. Now going to sub in. Another defensive end to play along that defensive line. Griffins with just one linebacker. They'll bring Anthony Williams. Pressure over the middle of the football field, and it's going to be complete for a first down. Washington came late to make the tackle, but it's caught by Harley Hazlitt, and they'll move the chains again. They brought pressure, but a quick pass by Mazzara. It's enough for a first down to the 46 and a gain of eight. Now he settled right in there in that little, little, little safe spot to catch that pass. Good read by a quarterback. And you can see the mist really coming down. 3.38 to go before halftime. Big end of this half for one of these two teams to try and get some momentum. Here's a pass in the flat to Truss again. Going to force it up inside. Great pursuit for just a one-yard gain. Anthony Williams, the inside linebacker from St. Louis. Had some heat on the quarterback. There's good setup by Hayes, but great pursuit by the Griffs. Yes, it was. I thought that might go for a minute, but yeah. again, great pursuit by Anthony Williams. Just a one-yard gain to the 47-yard line. 3-12 to go here in the second quarter. It's been a slugfest from these two teams so far. Second down, nine from their own 47. Handoff, here's Tigner again. Good job to plug the hole, and then he's fighting for yards. Tigner oh. going to get tackled as Miles lost his lid, so they'll have to come out for a play. He's to the 47-yard line, so they're going to bring in junior college transfer Isaiah Walton to play free safety for a pretty big play. It'll be third down and four coming up in Griffin territory at the 48. Opportunity. So now the Griffins see if they can force a punt. Hayes on third down of the game, now four of nine. Been better of late. Here comes some pressure. James Husky comes untouched in the flat, caught by Tigner, gets upfield, and he's going to break a tackle and just have enough for a first down by a yard. Again, they had a double team right there. One of them was Walton to help make the stop, but he and I think it was Willie Washington tried to make that stop, and he's going to get it by a yard. Charles Tigner, good extra effort that time for the Tigers. Poise in the pocket by the QB from Hayes. I mean, they saw the, they saw the heat coming. He knew it was coming fast. Good execution. He's starting to make some big plays on third down. All of a sudden, they're 5 for 10. Got a little comfort right now. They are now four of their last five on third down. 2.20 to go before halftime. Pressure again. Gets Good hit, one. and they're going to get it back at the 50-yard line, plus a flag is thrown. It's a seven-yard loss, and the sack from Arnold Creighton, the redshirt freshman from Cypher High School in Houston, Texas. Again, he is Neil Smith's nephew. Pretty good pedigree, the former Kansas City Chief. <laughs> I'd say. Played with him on Tecmo Super Bowl. <laughs> so let's see what Coach Williamson does. Will he go first and 20, or will he go second and 17? Here's the call. Chop block. Oh, it's a chop Number block. Number 78 foul. and 23 offense. 15-yard penalty from the previous spot. First down. They'll take the 15 yards and not the 7 on the sack. It'll be a 15-yarder. And, again, a couple of those derailed the drives for the Griffins in the first half. Let's see if this one does for Fort Hayes State. 
They are well behind the chains now with 2.14 to play. We are in the second quarter. And now Fort Hay State's going to call a timeout. We'll take it with them. 2.12 to go before halftime. Missouri Western and Fort Hay State tied at 7 as we continue right here on the Griffin Sports Network. We continue from Spratt Stadium along with Sundance Wicks and Chris Roush. I'm Dave Rigger. Thanks for joining us for Griffin Football. Let's go to Lonzo and a little bit of sideline report again with Chris. Yeah, right now we talked about the weather a little bit ago. It's still coming down pretty well. I mean, at this point, it's not a downpour of rain. It's just almost to the point where everything's going to be slick here. With only about two minutes to go in the first half. This is where Missouri Western wants to try to get a turnover or just get out of this drive because it's only two minutes to go. They can force a turnover because of the conditions. That's going to be huge for them. First down, football is at the 42-yard line. Fort Hay State first and 25. Mazzara's got it back to his right. Under pressure again, sets up a screen. Caught by Wendelberger, the tight end at the 45, and there's a couple of flags in the backfield, and I think this might go against the Griffins. There's a helmet off of one of the Hayes offensive linemen's linemen, and I think it might be Robert Bowers, and it's going to be a personal foul, hands to the face. This will be an automatic first down. Oh, it's roughing the passer. Man, that's a huge penalty again for Missouri Western. They had it. It would have been second down and about 17 or 18. Now it's first and 10. They've got the football in Griffin territory. Two minutes and four seconds per play here before halftime, and now Hayes will have a chance to score here before the half. They put the football. It's going to be at the end of the play, too, so they give Wendelberger the yardage on the pass completion. And it puts the ball now to the 37 in Griffin territory. So it ends up being about a 23-yard Difference in field position. We now go under two to play here before halftime. 7-7 tie. Fort Hayes State with a football on the move. Fake handoff. They're going to roll the pocket right side. Wendelberger makes the catch in traffic. And again, Williams on the coverage. Then Devin Burrell comes flying in to make the tackle at the 32 for a five-yard game. Tick, 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 tick. <laughs> Chris Berman, right? I mean, want that clock to keep rolling right now. Two timeouts left for Fort Hayes State. The Griffins have all three. Football now at the 32, getting into field goal range. Dante Brown last week was two for two, but as long as only 31 yards. Second down, five. Mazzara, fake handoff. Under some pressure, going to fire it deep down the football field, and it's going to be overthrown. Great coverage again by Brandon Dandridge, now third and five coming up. Blankets by Dandridge. It was, absolutely. Blanket, man. He's as good as it gets in the league. My dad used to say, like, white on rice. (laughs) <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> he also used to say, if you can touch it, you can catch it. <laughs> That's still said <laughs> by every coach. Third down. Football at the 32-yard line. This might be four-down territory for them. This might be too long for a field goal. Going to throw the football again. Going to be over the middle, wide open, oh. settling into the zone to make the catch. At the 21-yard line was Andrew J. their slot receiver, just settling into a zone. He's going to make the catch of the 21. They move the chains again, nearing the red zone now, first and 10. Some big third down conversions here in the second quarter. And Jacob Mazzara has already thrown the football 31 times. Tonight. How you get the groove? He's now 17 for 31. Now he's only thrown for 155 yards, so it's less than 10 yards per completion. They've done a pretty good job against him. And now there's an official timeout. Mazzara was looking at something, saying, hey, can we get something fixed here? we get a new football, looks like. 
That one's too wet, evidently. Yeah. <laughs> a minute to play here. Another big possession to close out the first half. The Griffins got the football to start the second half, but see if they can get a defensive stand here. Last week against Northwest, they only had one touchdown in their three red zone drives. Going to throw a back shoulder fade far side right in the end zone. Dandridge again right there, and they call the flag. It's going to be a pass interference on Brandon Dandridge. He's got his palms up in the air like, are you kidding me? We looked like pretty good coverage from up here. Chris, what would you think down there? I thought it was pretty good from my side. Now, Dandridge's back was kind of toward me, but he was looking at the ball most of the way, so I don't know what what they saw from that side. Let's see if they put a replay up because it looked like pretty good coverage for the most part. Here is the replay as they show it on the big screen. But, again, he wasn't looking. Then he turned and looked. And I mean, it looked like the Hayes receiver grabbed him. He was almost him. grabbing him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't see that that one. So now, all of a sudden, it moves the football to the six-yard line. First and goal for Fort Hayes State. Boy, penalties have been enormous in this football game. The Griffins have seven for 84 yards. Mm. Hayes, one for 15 that is a major difference right now and why Hayes has a chance to take the lead here before the half. 54 seconds left before halftime. 7-7 tie. Mazzara gets a snap, wants to throw it. Looks to the near side left, fires it on the out. and Good coverage by Devin Burrell. Not only can he play point guard, he can cover tight ends as well. It falls incomplete. <laughs> Think some of your PGs can do that? We hope they can guard that well. <laughs> Second down and goal from the six-yard line. And they've got a couple of timeouts, and so their whole playbook is open right now. But, again, they have been content to sling this thing around. They have not been able to establish a run game, just 10 carries and 38 yards. Here is a handoff to Tigner, tries to bounce outside. He's going to get hemmed in and forced back into his defense. Boy, it could have been a three- or four-yard loss. Dandridge forced him back inside. And then a couple of Griffins, including Jabbar Miles, make the stop for a one-yard gain of the five. And here we go, big play. Let's see if they can force a field goal attempt. Third down goal from the five-yard line. Hayes wants this clock to run down as much as it can. It's down to 25 seconds, but, again, they're in no hurry. It's either scoring this play or you kick a field goal, and they've got a timeout, a couple in their pocket right now. Down to 18 seconds. Two receivers to the near side left. They've got two tight ends in this formation as well. Look to go to the back out of the backfield in the end zone, and Wendelberger oh. had it, juggles it, and it's going to be yes. picked up by Brandon Dandridge. <laughs> It was popped up in the air, and Dandridge gets the INT as Wendelberger had it, bobbled it, and right there was Brandon Dandridge. The Griffins get the pick in the end zone, and they turn away Fort Hay State. Big-time players making big-time plays. That's huge for the Griffs. First of all, great coverage because Mazzara had to hold it forever, and then all of a sudden he throws it high into coverage, and that's the issue with throwing it into coverage in the end zone like that, especially in the end zone. You want to throw a high because that's what can happen. You want to throw that thing low, and he did not. Well, that could be costly for What for a Hayes. huge, huge stand by the Griffin defense. Brandon Dandridge gets the INT the first this season, the eighth of his Griffin career, and nearly had one earlier. And how about making up for the P.I.? You talked about momentum going into halftime. Whether you score, whether you get a big stop like that, that's huge going into half. Griffins with a defensive stand. They take a knee, and they are tied with the fifth-ranked team in the country at halftime. Done some good things, not enough consistent things on offense. But, boy, what a big stand. Chris, before we let you go, and we'll get Willie after they come back out. But, boy, what a tremendous play by the Griffin defense. Yeah, you have a couple of plays on that drive. You had the roughing the pass for the extended Port Hayes' drive there to give them a fresh set of downs first and tending the pass interference, but that's huge for this team. Not even allowed to a field goal going into halftime. Yeah, I forgot about that one too. 
the P.I., the roughing the passer, they had it first and 25, and all of a sudden the first down. So, again, penalties kept that drive alive, and they make up for it, get the interception in the end zone to close out the first half. Up next, the Missouri Western State University Foundation Halftime Show with your gift to Missouri Western. Everything is possible. At the break, the Griffins and number 5 Fort Hayes State tied at 7 as we continue with Missouri Western football on the Griffin Sports Network. To now a sky kick and a fair catch called for and now dropped. It's going to be loose, and I think Hayes may be on top of it. The football's around the 33-yard line, and let's see who has it. It will be Griffin football. I do believe it will be. Oh. So big, one of the upbacks had it, and again, there's still some precipitation coming down, and now there's an injured Griffin. It was, I think, the upback who tried to make the fair catch. It might have been Isaiah Walton. I'm not sure if that's who it was or not. They're going to check on him right now. So he is down around the 32, but the Griffins get a break there, and they get the fumble back. Actually, it's Marcus Brown. Again, he's been a factor in this football game. I think it may just be a cramp. They're trying to one of the, the Fort Hayes State trainer came over immediately. Yeah, he's rolling around like a fish out of water because of a camp cramp right now. So look, luckily, that looks like it. What it's all it is. And again, he's in a tough spot because he's one of those upbacks to block. They sky kick it to him. He calls for the fair catch. He's not used to doing that, and he's just again. We'll see what uh, what happens here the rest of the way. Cramps are no good, man. I sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night because I thought it was I was dreaming that I was playing still, and I got a cramp in my calf. <laughs> I remember in high school waking up and having cramps, and my parents were running in. What's wrong with I'm <laughs> screaming? No big deal, just yeah. these cramps. <laughs> we say hydrate, baby. You got to hydrate. <laughs> yeah, that's man. right. <laughs> so Mark is going to get helped off the field. He's going to limp, but it's a cramp. And it's 69 degrees, but when you play a lot of snaps or out there a lot, have to rush the passer, again, it's a little bit different. Griffin offense will come out there. Got the football in pretty good field position at their own 32-yard line. Dom Marino just 4 of 11 in that first half. Derek Gray begins as the back. Two receivers to the near side, right tight end. There's a wing on the left. That's Luke Vang. Here's an inside handoff to Grace. Intercepts across the 35 to the 36, and he picks up almost 5 to the 37. Good surge by the offensive line. Went over left guard and left tackle that time with Tanner Hale and Sean Rouse. He's been solid up the middle. He has. And Derek's not the biggest kid. They list him 5'10", 190, but he's ran between the tackles pretty well in this football game. He leads them now as he has 34 yards rushing. Now Shamar Griffith has checked in. He's second on this team in rushing right now for the Griffs with 23. Here's a zone read. Hand off to Shamar. Boy, he hits that hole hard, and he's going to be stopped one yard shy of the sticks. Now a little pushing and shoving afterwards, but Shamar just accelerates. And now Luke Vang has to come off the football field, so they are short on tight ends because of the injury to Austin Brown last week. Blake Brown now will come in. Got us looks like he's got a stinger. Uh, it does. Yep. I think he's going to be fine, but it's going to take a little bit of time. Kind of holding that right arm right now. Joe Horn Jr. goes split to the far side left. Third down and one. Football at their own 41-yard line. Griffins have James Bailey in the football game now. Hand off to Bailey. Cut back run. Hesitates. Tries to find a hole. Can't find it. And he was going to be, I think, shy of the sticks by about a full yard. That's a big big play call here if you want, if you want to go for it and send a statement here because it's going to be, what, a yard? It's going to be about a full yard, yep. So no gain at the 41-yard line. Coach Williamson is going to bring the punt team out there. Kind of hesitated trying to attack the hole, and maybe he, he probably should have just punched it. 
being very patient, trying to find a hole and never could find one. And, again, that's the danger of a third-and-one type of play. If you're dancing around too much, normally on a third-and-one, they're going to have a lot more guys around the line of scrimmage. So they don't convert the third-and-one. A high snap handled by Tyson. Now it's going to be blown dead. It's going to be a false start against the Griffins. Well, Willie was still pissed at halftime. I like it. <laughs> he's, he's I'm gonna, guessing it continues. Yeah, it, it look. Because now they're over 100 yards in penalties. There's number nine for 104 yards now with that five-yarder. Coming from a coach, you just know the importance of just making solid, sound decisions and not beating yourself. And uh, he, he just doesn't want that to go back to the locker room after this game. So Jack Muncie. New long snapper. This one's on the money. Here's a rugby-style punt. Low-line drive, end-over-end. Beaverly will catch it at the 28-yard line. Dances through a hole and has a seam to the far side right up the middle of the football field. Going to be chased by Dumbler now by Jacob Olson, but he's into Griffin territory across the 45 and ran out of bounds just shy of the 40 on the far side right. So a good return on the rugby-style punt. And it's only going to be a net after the return of about four yards. That's it after the return by Lane Bieberly. And again, it was third and one. Those are short yardage plays that they have struggled to pick up, but you've got to pick those up. They don't, and all of a sudden now Hayes has it essentially where they had the, the third and one. Well, we'll see if the defense can continue to bow its back. It's been outstanding all day long, and we're going to rely on it tonight. In a game like this, the defense has been doing its job. Let's just, let's just hope they keep doing their job. You just wonder if they're going to wear out at some point. They had to play 44 snaps in the first half of play. 12.47 to go here in the third quarter. 7-7 tie. Missouri Western and Fort Hayes State tied up. Tigers are ranked fifth in the country. Two receivers to the right. Fake handoff. Slings it right side on the screen. And a great. great play defensively was that Dandridge again flying from his corner spot. Actually, it was Willie Washington from his safety spot. To, he came like a submarine and went at the feet of Harley Haslip. Drops him for a two-yard loss. Just love the aggression. Love the aggression on the outside. And again, yeah, he'll get credit for the tackle because he actually went down. Damon Roberts, the end, was over there as well. But Washington came flying. He read that immediately, and he flew up the football field. Second down, 12 now for Hayes at the Griffin 43-yard line. Fort Hayes State in the road. White uniforms, white pants, black helmets. Griffin's all black tonight. Tigers moving right to left. Mazzara under pressure, slings it right side, but because of the pressure by Damon Roberts, the ball incomplete, thrown behind Tigner, and now third down and 12. We can get some heat coming off the edge and put a little pressure on that QB, man. That's what we want to do in the second half. Mazzara had no time. Great job by Damon Roberts. A little undersized at 6'2", 230, but good moves, and he was able to beat the right tackle, Jeffrey Lodge. Lodge, 6'4", 310, but again, Roberts... This speed to get around it. Now third down and 12. We're going to send Hazlitt in motion, fake it to him. It's a toss inside and gobbled up by Tyler Baska. A loss of three back to the 46. It'll be a three and out. The Griffin defense does it again. Love that. Love that. Snipped it out right from the start. It's a shovel pass inside of the tight end, and Baska absolutely blew it up. The sophomore from Park Hill South High School. Now fourth down. They went backwards. It's going to be fourth and 15. It's about this time the defense comes off and says, let's go, O. Absolutely, let's go, yes. <laughs> no doubt. Dante Brown will punt the football. Oh. Low snap. It one hops to him. He will rugby it to the right side. And it's going to be Carlos Thompson on the run to give the his first touch as a griffin. And a good job to save field position <laughs> because they put him in that spot. 
he probably saves 10 to 15 yards of field position as he hits it at the 26-yard line. There's a timeout on the field. We'll step aside. 11-22 to go. Third quarter. Griffins at number five, Fort Hayes State, tied at seven as we continue on the Griffin Sports Network. First and ten for the Griffins. Pass complete near sideline. And with his first career catch, it's Kyle Berry. Turns it upfield and has a first down. The sophomore from St. Louis gets his first career reception. And a good job after the catch and the quick hitch to turn it upfield and get to the 43-yard line. First and ten after the first play after the punt. Reads the inside, pivots outside, sees two defenders. Great yard after catch. He got 18 on the play. First down, 10 football now is at the 43-yard line. And again, Carlos Thompson was able to get that punt return and get it to the 26-yard line. Here's a zone read, handoff to Shamar, cuts up inside, and again, he's going to stumble forward to the 49 and pick up six. Well, at the break, you and I were talking about Carlos in that play, you know, uh, under under heavy duress, gets it, maybe saves 10, 12 yards on that punt. Absolutely. Has not seen a lot of time at receiver, but he's been out there for a few plays and out there as a punt return guy. And I see him on the sideline right now talking with assistant coaches. He's He just started practicing this week. He's trying to learn everything. I think he's going to be a big factor moving forward. It's just going to take some time. Second down and four. The football now at the Griffin 49-yard line. Western left to right. Going to set a man in motion. It's Joe Horn Jr. Here's a handoff to Joe. Tries to turn the corner. He bounces around. Pinballs to the 45 for a first down. His second run of the football game. This one for six, and they move the chains into Fort Hay State territory. This is good. This, like, like the pace right now. Like the tempo. Good rhythm. And now Carlos <laughs> runs into the officials. He comes out of the football field. He's just anxious to get out there. Hey, man, you got to love it. you got to love it, man. That's why these kids play this game. They love it so much. Four receivers set trips to the far side left. Griffin's moving left to right with 10.05 to go here in the third. Tied at seven with the fifth-ranked Fort Hay State Tigers. Don Marino in the pistol. Shamar's behind him. Zone read. Here's a handoff to Shamar. Breaks through the initial surge. Now bounces off a tackle. Near sideline first down run to the 34 for Shamar. Griffith, the sophomore from Hannibal, will move the chains again. Lightning bolt emoji. Yeah, <laughs> That's how they communicate nowadays. He is electric when he gets the ball in his hands. His burst is... Again, he is short, stocky, but his burst, he just goes through the hole that he sees really fast. Trips to the far side left again. Marino, zone read, quick pass. Carlos Thompson can't quite catch it. It was behind him in the slot. And, again, a ball that he probably needs to catch, but behind him for Marino as he got a little antsy with throwing the football to him. So trying to get Carlos involved and get him in space a little bit. Yeah, had a good look right there. Got to settle in that pass. 9.40, make it 9.35 to go here in the third quarter. Again, Griffins and Fort Hay State tied at 7. This is a big drive. Now that they're inside the 35-yard line, got to come away with points. He's talked about finishing a lot, start to finish some drives here. They didn't last week. They haven't yet in this football game except for the one TD after the punt return. Chips to the left again. Shamar out of the backfield. It's going to be a quarterback drop for Dom, but he's going to be stopped by Swoops, the defensive end, for a two-yard loss. We'll mark it at about the 35, so just give him a one-yard loss. But, boy, no dice that time on the quarterback draw. You know, part of the finish is learning. You know, it's learning it how to finish in the areas when you need to. And it, it takes time. And like I said, well, you've got to break that threshold of what does it mean to finish. Let's get some, let's get some confidence after showing, us, show, showing some demonstrated ability. It takes time. And uh, we're so close right now. You can just feel it. You know, I got, I'm, I'm up here in the booth with you. I'm on edge. <laughs> you can still feel it, right? Yeah. Now three receivers far side left, tight end right is Bang. 
Third down, 11 from the Fort Hayes State 35-yard line. Back to throw Dom. They'll swing it out to Shamar Griffith with blockers in front of him. He's going to get two yards, and he's going to stay on his feet. Let's see where they mark it out. He stayed on his feet to the 30. Those are big he, to the 29. That's a pretty big five yards right there because it may put them into a fourth down spot that's going to give them more yardage now for a field goal and bring on Tyler Bash. Yeah, Bash has got this. So with those five extra yards now, this will be a 47-yarder as compared to a 52-yarder. So it's going to be a right-to-left angle. No really wind that will be a factor in this one. There's not much precipitation at the moment. Don Marino will hold. Good snap by Muncie. Put down by Dom. The kick is up. It is away. It is long enough, and it is good. Yes, the Griffins take yes, the lead. A 47-yard field goal by Tyler Bash, and Missouri Western leads fifth-ranked Fort Hayes State 10-7 with 8.15 to go here in the third quarter. They get points and take the lead back. Timeout on the field as we continue with Missouri Western football on the Griffin Sports Network. Well, Tyler Bash, a 47-yard field goal, just one off of a career-long 48 is his career-long. He's got the leg for more than that, but he gets the field goal, and that caps off a drive for the Griffins after they were able to get the three and out right around the midfield stripe after the long punt return by Lane Bieberly. So the Griffins now have the lead on the fifth-ranked Fort Hay State Tigers. Tyler Bash not tee it up. Football at the 35. Griffins left to right. Swings his right leg through, end over end. Going to drive Hickman back to his four. Not going to fair catch it. He's going to try and go to the far side right, and he's going to be tackled just across the 20, now to the 23-yard line. Almost got him inside the 20-yard line, but could not quite do it. They get it to 23. Now let's get to Lonzo Limited sideline report with Chris Roush. Yeah, thanks, guys. You know how big those three points were? Not only just for them to get the lead, gives Tyler Bash a little bit of confidence right here to missing that first field goal earlier. And William, Coach Williamson talked about it during halftime, finishing, finishing, finishing. It wasn't six, but it's at least getting that lead, giving this defense a little bit to play with. 8.08 to go. We're in the third quarter. Fort Hayes State with a football second time here in the second half. They had the three and out to start the half. Now Wendelberger has a wing on the right side of the tight end for Fort Hayes State. Tigner, handoff up the middle. That's going to be Missouri again. And Ooh. he gets absolutely <laughs> blasted by Anthony Williams. Again, Mazar doesn't like running the football much. He's going to get two, but Williams absolutely leveled him here in the near sideline. I love that, man. <laughs> that's why they wear red, red jerseys <laughs> yeah, practice. That's right. <laughs> that's why he had negative yards <laughs> last year. Now there's an injured Griffin on the field. Fool me once, shame on me. For shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me, right? I think it's another cramp. I'm trying to see who it is. It's hard to tell. 8 one to go. We're in the third quarter. This Griffin defense has done the job tonight. They've been put out there quite a bit, but they have done their job against Jacob Mazera, second-team all-conference quarterback one year ago. Last year completed 65% of his passes for 2,824 2, yards, 23 touchdowns, six interceptions all of last year, and now he has two in this football game. Didn't throw a pick last week in the win over, four, in the win over UCM. The cramp is Anthony Williams, so he will come off the football field, and Evan Shohan will come on, the sophomore from Columbus, Nebraska. And Evan's dad played at Missouri Western. His sister played volleyball, was a tremendous setter for the Griffins, and Coach Carbon, and now he's playing linebacker for the Griffins. Just a sophomore, a true sophomore too. 
Here's a second down and eight play in the flat. Tigner will make the catch in space. Now a flag comes out in the backfield. I think it's going to be holding as Tyler Bass is going to make the tackle on Tigner. He and Husky combined for the stop at about the 32, but this one I think is going to come back. It is at the line of scrimmage, and the referee says it is against Fort Hayes State. Boy, Wendelberger got blocked into the Griffin bench, and one official came running over to make sure that nothing happened on this side. (laughs) This is a business transaction. (laughs) It is a hold against the offensive line for Fort Hayes State. It's going to go against one of their backups trying to fill in. Armani Angram Bolden will get the holding penalty. So instead of a third down and about one, it's going to be second and long. Starting to feel a little bit of the Griff's pain in the first half. Yes, and they only had one, one penalty in the first half of play. So the, the clock was running during that time, so they're going to put 7.38 back on the clock. So we're about halfway through this third quarter of play. Can the Griffins lead the fifth-ranked Fort Hay State Tigers 10-7? A lot of football left, but this – boy, if they could get a screen out here, they could get pretty good field position and maybe get the offense with that rhythm they had last possession right back on the football field. D gets a rhythm for O, yep. man. O gets a rhythm for, for D. Sure. I mean, it's the flow of the game. It is, no matter what the sport is. No matter what the sport is. Devin Burrell's checked in at safety for Quentin Polk. Now they've got 7.38. There it is on the clock. And it's going to be second down and 18 yards to go for Fort Hayes State. So they are well behind the chains. The Griffins have been very good in these situations. By the way, James Husky came out for, excuse me, Williams is out. He's still out. Evan Shohan stays in at linebacker. You're going to swing it out. Bubble screen on the right side for Hazlitt. Shohan is over there. Great pursuit. And then a big hit on the far <laughs> sideline by Washington. Oh. And now he, it's Dandridge, and he gets called for a flag, and he's going to bail out Fort Hayes State again. It's going to be a taunting penalty. And Missouri Western's lack of discipline is going to show up again. It was going to be third down and 12. Instead, it'll be first and 10. And the Griffins will give them an automatic first down. Oh, man. man, you can hear, hear Willie down there, even from the crowd mic up here. Those are things you just can't do. You like, gotta let your helmet do the talking, yep. man. Again, you can, and he had a big hit, but he stood over him and taunted him, and you just move on. Brandon's gonna stay in the football game, but that's his first. If he gets another taunting penalty, he's out. First down 10 now, the football at the 37. So now this could change momentum. Mazzara going to throw it, looks to his right side. He slings it that way wide open. First down catch by Hazlitt. Over there to make the stop is Willie Washington, but a 10-yard gain as Hazlitt makes the catch for Fort Hayes State. And the Tigers in business as they near midfield. You feel a little deflation, Absolutely. Right? You, feel the, you feel it up here, all the way up here in the booth, you feel the deflation. So they move the chains of the 47 in their own territory. Again, it was going to be third and 12 from about the 23-yard line, I believe. Now, all of a sudden, it's first and 10 from their own 47. 6.55 to go, third quarter, 10-7 Griffins. Fake handoff. Here comes the blitz. It's going to be complete, though, again. It's Hazlitt in the slot this time. A quick slant. Jabbar Miles will make the tackle, but it will be a gain of 7 to the 46 in Griffin territory. Second down and 3 now for Fort Hayes. They're into Missouri Western's side of the football field. Wendell Berger, Bieberly to the near side left. Bieberly, who got eight balls for 112 and a TD a, year, a week ago, 
He's almost been shut out in this game. Here's one deep down the football field. Oh. Picked by Sam oh. Webb and nearly picked by Jabbar Miles. <laughs> what a play by Sam Webb. He leaped and tried to pick it himself, and it was actually Willie Washington almost got the pick. But tremendous coverage down the field by Sam Webb. The timing on that, I tell you what, he leaps a second later, yep. second earlier. He may catch that and go for six. That was a heck of a play. Sam Webb, the sophomore from Excelsior Springs. Another third down now. It is third down and three yards to go from the Griffin 46-yard line. Beaverly, Hazlitt go to the right side. They've got a tight end on the near side left and a wing. That's Wendelberger. They want to throw in the flat to Wendelberger, and they've got him for the first down. He bounces off a tackle from Devin Burrell, and he'll have it by one yard. They move the chains. It was almost a one-man route that time. He came across the formation from his wing spot. He was in the flat. And, again, a good job to, again, bounce off contact. Now another cramp for Marcus Brown. <laughs> it was the only option they wanted right there was that one. It was. Flat. It really was. They had it covered, but he just kept flowing, and Anthony Williams couldn't keep up with him. So another camp cramp for Marcus Brown. Let's go down to the sideline, get a Lons Unlimited sideline report with Chris Roush. Yeah, it's been a frustrating drive for Coach Williamson. Before that taunting play, though, Damon Roberts came out of the game. That was on that holding play on Fort Hayes State. He got rolled up on or a low block. Williamson was not happy about it. Roberts is getting looked at right now. He was rolling on the ground. That's why they had to reset the, pl- the game clock back at 7.32 because they, the officials didn't realize that he was injured on the ground on the sideline, so he's out of the game right now too. Again, that's some of the depth that they have. They, Marcus Brown, another defensive end, he's got another cramp. So with Roberts and Brown both out, now Creighton, Bowers, Markel Fluker will have to play a little bit more. They're deep up front on the defensive side, but they're getting tested now with that depth. Well, we said this, this is going to be a battle. Your number five team doesn't go quietly into that good night, you know. And so this whole game is going to be about a war of attrition. How, who can who can last longer? So Bowers will come into the football game. He and Creighton now are the defensive ends. Those two kind of rotate usually on the same side. They'll play them together now. It's a pretty good duo though on the outside. First down 10 for Hayes at the 43 in Griffin Territory. Fake handoff, a swing pass is going to be low, but right there to make the tackle But mm. is Sam Webb, but a good job by Hazlitt. And now uh. this may be another Griffin penalty. There's another helmet off for a Fort Hayes State lineman, and David Siliuta was on top of him. This could be a personal foul, hands to the face again. And another 15-yarder. Some chippiness going on, and you're letting it take it. You can't take this stuff personal. It is on Siliuta. It's going to be a face mask. And now all of a sudden the Griffins have 134 yards and penalties. What Coach was PO'd about at halftime, it's continuing in the second half. And, boy, he is beside himself right now. You don't want this to be the storyline. This takes away from a great, hard-fought physical game. And if that's the storyline that's going to really just – it puts a black eye on on what you did today from the offensive and defensive side of the ball. Again, it was going to be third and 12 from inside the 25-yard line. Now, all of a sudden, a bunch of penalties and some a third-down conversion, and they've got the football to Griffin 23. First and 10 now for Mazzara in the Fort Hayes State offense. High snap, fake handoff under pressure. Slings it down the football field again. Oh, yes, here we go. Inside the five, it's Jabbar Miles. He's got the football. He's going to be tackled around the 15-yard line. That's the third time Western has an interception inside the 20-yard line, and they again stop this Fort Hay State offense. Bo, you're back, baby. Here we go. Griffin up when you got a griff up. Wow. This defense has been unbelievable. 
despite the bonehead plays, man, they've come up big. And an ill-advised throw that time off his back foot because of pressure up front by the Griffin defense. Well, that's what you got to do. you got to put pressure on a guy to make plays, right? And if you're doing your job, I mean, they've been solid without the penalties, so let's just play without yeah, penalties. No doubt. That will be dang good. Griffins now will take over at their own 16-yard line. Mazera's three picks have all been inside the 15-yard line. First and 10 for Western. They move left to right. Five and a half to go here in the third quarter. 10-7, Western leading the fifth-ranked Fort Hayes State Tigers. Snap back to Marino. He wants to throw it tons of time down the middle of the football field. Deep for oh, Joe Horn Jr. Man. off of his fingertips. <laughs> Boy, if that's just lobbed in a little bit tighter to him, he may score on that. He was behind the defensive back. He had beaten the redshirt freshman that time, Keelan Kennedy, but just a little bit too far for Joe Horn Jr. We call that taking it to the house, man. Mm, He catches that. It's going to the house. That's an 84-yard TD. So now second out of 10. They take a shot. I love the call. Just couldn't connect the dots again. Don Marino out of the pistol. And now to his right is James Bailey. He's been fairly ineffective. Now a bad snap. Oh. Marino's going to have to make a play out of nothing. Nope. He's in some trouble. He's going to have to go down. He's going to lose yardage. He scrambled to his right and just dove forward to the 13. So he's going to lose three. And now they're behind the chains. Third and long. Third down 13 with 5.18 to go here in the third quarter. You know, for everything that's going on, it's 10-7 Griffs. Right? <laughs> and here's the deal. You know what Willie's thinking on the sideline? Man, if we can just capitalize on our moments of opportunity, yep. not shoot ourselves in the foot, we are, we're in a great position for the program's future. This is a huge This is a huge game right now. It is. This is a big, big game, no doubt. With the schedule they have early on going to Central Missouri next week, this is a big game for this football team. The fifth-ranked team in the country, and right now you've got the lead in the third quarter. Third down 13. Don Marino, tons of time. Going to step up, and will he run it? He will, and he won't get the first down. Tackled from behind to the 20. He's going to pick up seven. Got a little room to help the punter, Luke Tice, as Tice will punt, will uh, run on the football field now, and they will punt three and out. They force the turnover but can't do anything with it. Four and a half to go now, third quarter. Let's see if Tice can get a good punt away. Luke's had a good day punting the football. And Ramsey is the new long snapper this season. I don't know if I've been getting taunted more on Twitter or just getting text messages. <laughs> Dynamite drop-in, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> the best in the business for nothing. <laughs> kind of a knuckleball. Beaverly calls for the fair catch and makes it around the 42 or 43 in his own territory. So a decent punt that time for Luke Tice. They will give him a 37-yard punt. Make the 38-yard punt. No return. That's the biggest thing. A high punt. And the Griffins will be back on defense. Fort Hay State, good field position at their own 42-yard line. But, boy, you just want the offense to keep the ball a little bit longer. Don't keep putting the defense in these situations. You know what, though? I feel really good about the D right now. <laughs> so I'm a defensive guy. Coach Martin is an offensive guy. <laughs> hey, I like to control my controllables, and okay. we can always play hard on defense. There you go. And this bunch has. That's the one thing with this team. They have been flying since since the first snap today. They have been flying around. Right now, Jabbar Miles is out of the football game. He has two picks in the game, including the last one in the last possession. He's out. Isaiah Walton is in at free safety. Play action pass going to go to the middle football field, and it's going to be in front of Walton. He makes a tackle, but has it makes the catch across the 45 between the hashes and just outside now the right hash of the 42-yard line. So they went over the middle of the football field, and now here comes Miles back into the football game. So had to take a play, but he comes back in. Just what a hat trick, man. <laughs> That's right. What a hat trick. <laughs> 
So now first and ten for Hayes at the 42 in Griffin territory. Mazera out of the shotgun. Two receivers to his left. Going to throw it again. Looks to his right side. Scrambles that way on the run. Wendelberger makes the mm. catch. And a tackle doesn't get him down. They're going to say his knee did not go down. They went low to make the stop. And they give him forward progress up to the 34-yard line. So a gain of eight yards on the play. Wendelberger the tight end. That was what you're talking about. You're talking about offense and defense, time on the field. You know, let's you know, give them some time. Second down, two yards to go from the Griffin 34-yard line. Low snap, here comes the blitz. Mazzara slings it right side for Hazlitt. Perfect timing route with he and Hazlitt. Quick out on the right side, caught at the 25. And they pick up nine more and move the chains, getting near the red zone again. 3.14 to go, third quarter, Missouri Western clinging to a 10-7 lead. Sarah's got a little rhythm going right now despite the three interceptions. They brought the blitz last time. Let's see how they play this. Two receivers left. Here's a handoff and nowhere to go. It's Truss with the handoff. He's going to end up getting one yard, but a good job by Williams Husky and also in there for the Griffins was Tyler Baska. Uh, You said it. Good quarterback's got to have amnesia. And you can't worry yep. about your last missed shot. You just got to be able to shoot the next one. And he's got amnesia. He's comfortable in there. Uh, we got to put a little more heat on him right now. Mm-hmm. When he gets time, he's pretty deadly. His picks have been when they've gotten pressure on him. And look to the sideline. It looks like they're going to change the play. He's got a two-by-two formation. Wendelberger's the slot receiver here in the near side left. Beaverly to the near side as well. Going to sling it over the middle of the football field and some contact there and another good play by Willie Washington. The safety comes in to separate the football from Harley Hazlitt. I'm not a football guy, but I like when their quarterback throws in a double coverage. (laughs) You can analyze that. That's something you probably shouldn't do, right? It's like when our point guard drives into a trap, you know. Everything's relatable. Yep. Third down nine football at the Griffin 24. Trying to hold them to a long field goal here. Or turn them over again. Mazzara, third and nine. Ah, snap back. They pump fake under pressure. Oh, oh, he gets oh. hit down. They sack him back at the 33-yard line. Markel Fluker and also Kyle Dumbler combined for the stack. And that might put them out of field goal range. Going to put the 32-yard line. They're going to bring the field goal kicker on. So this would be a career long for him. He wasn't their place kicker a year ago, so this will be his long. His long in his career is 31. Is it acceptable to do the cat's eye of voodoo right now? Yeah, absolutely it okay. is. The football is at the 39 between the hashes. Now they've got somebody running on, and they've got to get him off. This will be a 49-yarder between the hash marks. Right down Broadway. Good snap, good hold. The kick is up, and it is... Right down the middle. Yeah. He buried it. kick. A career long for him of 49 yards, and Fort Hayes State has tied the football game up with a minute 31 to go here in the third quarter. But, again, they the defense holds them to three, and we've got another tie score. Let's go down to the sideline, get a Lonzo Unlimited sideline report with Chris Roush. As you've done a good job of the defense, holding Fort Hayes just to three points on that drive. Now, this is where the offense needs to put a drive together, give the defense a little bit of a rest here, get some – field position, get down the field, get something going for this offense because the defense needs a little bit of a break here because they've been on the field a lot of the night tonight. Boy, they have. They've been out there a ton. Too many three and outs and either three and outs or one first down and not able to move the football down the field. Been just a few chunk plays here and there, but Missouri Western's offense, again, not connecting the dots here in the third quarter. 
They got the field goal, and that's about it. 10-10 ties. We have a minute 31 to go, third quarter. Missouri Western and number five, Fort Hayes State. Right where we want to be. We're just going to reel them in right now. That's right. Make them think we're just struggling offensively. All of a sudden, here they come. It will be Donnell Hawkins back deep for the Griffins. And also Damon Wheeler Jr. is the other one. Shamar Griffith not back deep on this kickoff. To remember, he had the this kind of the misplayed ball inside the five yard line in one of his kickoff returns. One thirty-one to go. Tie football game at ten. Here's the kick. Going to be fairly short, taken by Hawkins on the run at the 14-yard line, up the near side, hash mark to the 25, and then it's going to fight through a couple of arm tackles across the 26 or the 27-yard line. Griffin offense back out there and see if they can find some rhythm. They've got to get something going. Seems like when they can get the one first down, then all of a sudden they can get the tempo going how they want it. They can get into a rhythm, and Coach Brown can, again, kind of go to his playbook and do a bunch of different things. That's confidence, man. Shot starts falling and opens up, you know, and you you make one first down, you collect two, and the next thing you know, just freedom, man, feeling the freedom. That's what helps a guy get that confidence. Carlos Thompson, Damon Wheeler Jr., and Keelan Macker to the far side left, near side right, is Brock Broughton. A four-receiver set, trips to the far side left. Shamar Griffith, the back behind Don Marino in the pistol. Here's a snap back from Edinger. Zone read, handoff to Shamar. He gets spun around, and yeah, then the that might be a face mask. mask. Yep, it came from the line judge here on the near sideline. I think he got the he got the lid that time and scraped the face mask. That's how he was able to slow down Shamar. Let's see what the official says here. One seventeen to go here in the third. Personal file, face mask, number two, defense. The 15-yard penalty assessed from the end of the run, automatic first down. So give the Griffs about three on the run and 15 more tacked on, and now they're near midfield. The football now like is seeing at the 45-yard line. Like seeing that go the other way there, Dave. Jose Delgado. Yeah, there have been enough 15-yarders on the black yeah, and gold like, of the Griffins. Like seeing that go the other way. Shamar gets the three yards. They tack on 15. Football at the 45. 10-10 tie with number five, Fort Hayes State. Zone read again. Shamar, big hole. Oh. 50-yard line makes a man missing as a first down run to the 45. Again, he's just so explosive through the hole, and he's tough to bring down. He goes for 10 more, and they're into Tiger territory, and here's that tempo we talk about. Carlos Thompson will come to the near side right. Hayes isn't even lined up yet. Oh. And now Shamar. It's going to be a false start against the Griffins. They tempoed into a false start that time unfortunately so now they're behind the chains first and 15 football's at the 50 yard line well Rolandus Optimus just more field to work with there you go <laughs> so they'll bring it tight in now Luke Vang will check into the football game also Eli Cunningham Kyle Berry will check in as a receiver as well Keelan Mack split to the near side right Clock rolling with 45 seconds left, third quarter. It's a 10-10 time. Missouri Western at number five, Fort Hayes State. Shamar stays in the game. He's the back behind Don Marino. Tied in left. Now Shamar's going to be a wing on that left side. Going to throw it. Nope, it's going to be a quarterback draw. Don will try and go to the far side left. Cuts up into the 45 and can't quite break that second tackle. It's going to be a gain of seven, though. The football is at the 43, so they get a little bit more. Now they'll make it a second and medium, second down eight. So good job to get seven on the first and 15. 
Manageable yards, manageable distance yep. right here. Trying to keep it at second and medium, get it to third and short, or get the first down. Anthony Vespo, their true freshman quarterback, signaling in the signs to Don Marino in this offense. Derek Grace checked in as the back now for Shamar Griffith. Trips to the near side right again for Western. This could be the final play of the third. 10-10 tie. Second down eight, snap back to Dom. Derek Gray, the handoff to his right, goes through a little bit of a hole and then gets cut down as he falls backward to the 39. It'll be a gain of four, and now let's up a third and four when we return to start the fourth quarter. They are inside the 40, the 39 of Fort Hayes State. Third and four when we return. After three quarters of football, the Griffins and number five, Fort Hayes State, tied at 10 as we continue with Missouri Western football on the Griffin Sports Network. We go to the fourth quarter here inside Spratts, the opener for the Griffins at home after losing at Northwest Missouri State and a great opportunity. They're playing the fifth-ranked team in the country in your building, and the Griffins right now tied with Fort Hayes State. They've got a third and four coming up against really good teams. Homer Road just won a chance late in the football game. It's exactly what they have. Chips and a chair, as the gamblers (laughs) say. So third down four, and this, again, we'll see. If they don't get any yardage, probably try and pin them, de- pin, them in, in, pin them deep if they can. We'll see what happens. Derek Gray going to stay in the football game. We'll get you a scoreboard update here in a second. Three three quarters. The Griffins have 221 yards. The Tigers have 252. It's been a defensive battle tonight. 10-10 tie after three. Here we go. The ball is set, and they're ready for play. Don Marino will send two receivers to his right, tight end, and Brock Broughton to the near side left. Again, Gray the back. Here's the snap. It's going to be a keeper for Dom to the outside. Has the first down. Got space. There goes Dom. Got space. 25, 20, 15. Cuts it out of the 10. Tripped up at the 6-yard line. Outside the numbers. Dom Marino. First <laughs> and goal. Griffin to the 6. Oh, we got a flag on a play, Coach. Ah, uh, there is one, but it's down the football field. This should be enough for a first down. Even with the flag, it should move it back to the 31-yard line. There is no foul. They pick it uh. up. Oh, they said no illegal block in the back. It was from the side, and Don Marino on the zone read keeps it. The football down to the six-yard line. Big, big play on third and four. Is that the pistol action stuff they talk about, right, with yep. Kaepernick and being able to read that Absolutely. and keep that? Hey, we like those legs, baby. Absolutely. Legs feed the wolf. First down and goal from the six-yard line. Legs feed the griff. <laughs> They'll go with the two tight end set. Now coming on late is Kyle Berry. He's a receiver here in this near side. And now they've got to burn a timeout. Dave Brown is very unhappy. They've got to burn a timeout. So now you don't want to do it in the second half. But, again, this is a pretty important drive right now. <laughs> Trying to take a seven-point lead. They want to come away with seven and not three. Let's go right on the sideline. Get a Lons Unlimited sideline report with Chris Roush. Yeah, Coach Dave Brown's not happy. Coach Matt Williamson just walked away from everything <laughs> after that one. I think he's about fed up at this point. But I mean, at this point, you had third down and four. Perfect execution by Don Marino on that play. And they were coming back on the field. It was the, the media extended media timeout. Dave Brown brought them all back together. So I don't know if he saw something when Fort Hayes came back out onto the field after the end of the quarter and changed something up. But whatever it was, it worked for him. And again, they've been king on Dama not letting him get free much. They they know how dangerous he can be with his feet. But on a, a third and four, they go zone read and. They bit on Derek Gray that time, and Dom a good read. That's why that play is so dangerous and can be so effective. And as Coach mentioned, he mentioned Colin Kaepernick, and 
That's Dave Brown. Nevada is kind of where the pistol originated, and Colin Kaepernick was the quarterback when they were really effective with that. Dave Brown was on that coaching staff. You take great ideas, you steal them, you implement them. Absolutely. First and goal from the six-yard line. Griffin's moved right to left. Derek Gray is the back. Here's a zone read again. Hand out to he's Gray. Up. He bursts through the middle. Come he on. runs over Come a defender, on. and he's in. Touchdown, Derek Gray from six yards away. Griffins take the lead with 14-22 to go here in the fourth quarter. What a hard-nosed run by DG. The St. Joe's Central Indian gets in the end zone. Been doing it all night, man. Grimy, gritty, up the middle, tough yards, guts, guts, guts. That is his eighth career rushing touchdown first this season. And Derek Gray Jr. has given the Griffins a 16-10 lead with 14-22 to go here in the fourth. Bash on for the PAT. Boy, what a big drive. The kick is up, the kick is away, and the kick is good. Missouri Western takes a 17-10 lead on the fifth-ranked team in the country with 14-22 to go. Fourth quarter, you're listening to Missouri Western football on the Griffin Sports Network. We continue from... The Eastville Shopping Center broadcast booth along with Sundance Wicks, the Griffin men's basketball coach. Will Martin is with us, assistant men's basketball coach, the Griffins. 14-22 to go. We are in the fourth quarter now. Missouri Western leads the fifth-ranked team in the country. This could be a statement win for the Griffins if they can hang on here. Still lots of football left. Statement win if they pull it off, and then Coach Willie's going to go in there and say, and we didn't <laughs> even play our best. Absolutely. No doubt about that. After about 600 yards in penalties, it seems like. The official total now in penalties, 12 for 139 yards. <laughs> I mean, just think about that. Man, you take away that from the offense. Good kick right to the one-yard like line, that. and he's going to have to try and angle to the far side left. And Devin Price nice. runs him nice. down near the 10-yard line and throws him to the turf. They give him Ford progress to the 13, but the former point guard at Cerritos College in California now playing some football. Love that. <laughs> Special teams coming up big today. Multiple times. Oh, no. There's a flag at the where he kicked it. I think somebody was offsides for the Griffins. It's going to go for not, I believe. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I mean, could you script it any other way there, Dave? <laughs> Isaiah Davis, the redshirt freshman from St. Louis, a backup linebacker, was offsides. What a kick by Bash, because you want to make them make that decision from about the one if they're going to call the fair catch or not. And if not, again, he had a high enough where they could cover that thing, and now they've got to go cover again. Look, I have faith in Bash, man. He's got the leg. He's going to do it again. Kick it inside the five again, make him make that decision, and then see if the Griffins can cover. What a great play by Devin Burrell. Well, five seconds came off the clock. Reed back deep along with backup running back D.J. Hickman. And they lost one of their top return guys and backup receivers on the opening kickoff of the football game. As getting hurt was Jamari Davis, Richard, freshman from Muskogee. Here's Bash's kick now from the 30-yard line near side hash. Line drive, good kick, and it's going to go over the head. Look and it's at that. Be a touchback. Did I call that a run? I mean, <laughs> just don't give him a chance, man. Love it. Boy, they had Sam Avila's kickoff for the most part last year, and Bash's leg a little bit stronger, and he goes out of the back of the end zone. Again, you'd love to have him at the 13-yard line, but that almost pumps him up even more. You can see everybody congratulating Bash, and now they'll take it to the 25-yard line, first down and 10 for Fort Hayes State. Boy, a three and out here would be enormous for the 
momentum of this football team. It's all on the Griffin sideline right now. Creighton and Bowers, the defensive ends at the same time now with some of the injuries and cramps that have been going on. Here's a handoff to Creighton on the far side right and good pursuit by Husky. Great contain. And he's going to just hang onto his jersey, and he's finally going to be down after about a three-yard game. Great containment. Kind of set the edge on that far side. Coming up from the outside, Sam Webb and Devin Burrell. And then Husky from his inside linebacker spot chased him down. Going to give him four progress for four to the 29-yard line. Now the back flow of the defense has been great today, just really pursuing no from doubt. the backside. Second down, six football thrown, 29-yard line. Fort Hay State left to right. Mazzara now in this football game is 27 out of 47. Good slinging it. Three picks, one TD. Fake handoff, he'll sling it again. Down the middle of the football field, it's Wendell Berger right there. Hey! Washington and nearly had the interception. He dove again. It's incomplete. Good coverage by Willie Washington, and it's now third and six from their own 29. Just love that we haven't given up deep. You know, we haven't given up free deep balls. Right. They've all been contested. Love that from the deep defense safeties and quarterbacks. Yeah, they've been fantastic tonight. We've seen a lot of improvement from week one to week two, and you usually see that in football. Those are your biggest improvements. Now a third and six. Boy, big play. You keep momentum with this Griffin sideline. Zara snaps his hands. Here comes the blitz. Under pressure, slings it near sideline. It's going to be complete. Oh. What a throw by Mazzara. He was bobbling a little bit, but it's going to be caught on the near sideline. What a grab on the near sideline. And it's going to be Dondre Reed who makes the catch. The 47-18 yard out on the money by Mazzara, who was under pressure. That was a big-time throw. Heck of a pigeon toss. Man. So Stays now, in the pocket. He took a pretty good lick, too. And, boy, that was on the money. So first down and 10 at the Griffin, excuse me, at their own 47-yard line. They move left to right. Griffin's up 17-10. Fake handoff. Bubble screen to Hazlitt far side left. Gets a block coming over. And Hazlitt will get up to about the 50-yard line. Over there to help make the tackle was Jabbar Miles and also Anthony Williams. I'll give him four progress of four to the 49. I think this is kind of what Hayes wanted to do was kind of test him long, get him short, yep. test him long. So now they're starting to find that rhythm again. So now it's second down and six football at the Griffin 49-yard line across midfield near that Griffin logo at the 50-yard line. Twelve and a half to go, fourth quarter. Western leading the fifth-ranked Fort Hay State Tigers and the defending champions. Here comes some pressure again. It's a oh, wheel route no. caught in the backfield and down the far left sideline. Cut back to the 20, to the 15-yard line of the 10, inside the 10, and ran down by Sam Webb out of the backfield. A wheel route to their backup running back, D.J. Hickman, the transfer from Florida, and he gets all the way inside the 10. Kept that one in their back pocket for a little bit. Did. Got a matchup with a defensive end that time, and there was no chance of Robert Bowers to run with D.J. Hickman. So they got a mismatch, and they took advantage of it. Now let's see if they hold him to a field goal. First and goal from the 8 for Fort Hayes State, trying to answer the Griffin touchdown. Mazzara fake handoff. Looks to his left. He's going to go that way. And it's going to be dropped by Wendelberger at the goal line. He could have fell backward into the end zone. He drops the football with second team all league a year ago. He drops that one, which was an easy six. Man, once again, I'm going to bring the lucky and good stuff up again (laughs) because that was was in his hands. It was, and he was wide open. Griffins lost him that time. They had a couple of receivers flooded the zone over there, and Wendelberger was open. So now it'll be second and goal from the eight. You can see the, the mist kind of falling down again. 
Looks to the left side again. Mazera going to throw. Oh, and nearly intercepted. And Webb, again, read the running back that way and nearly had a touchdown if he picks that off because no one was going to catch Webb. <laughs> hey, I love him down in the red zone D right now. Our red <laughs> zone D, I love this. You know, last year the Griffins were one of the best red zone defenses as far as limiting them to field goal attempts. we got the crowd live right now. Hype. Keep juiced up. Let's see if they can make a field goal attempt. Third and goal from the eight. Griffins have three interceptions inside the 15-yard line. Can they get another? 12-12 to go in the fourth. Clinging to a 17-10 lead. Two tight ends on the left side. Here comes the oh, blitz. He gets oh. hit. He gets <laughs> hammered. And the ball's out. It's incomplete. They brought pressure. Hammered Mazzara. And it's going to be fourth and goal from the eight-yard line as the Griffin defense again bows their back in the red zone. Love it. Red zone D, man. Big time. All day, baby. Big time. This is where you win football games playing this type of D in the red zone. <laughs> Look, you can give it all up, man. 90 yards in, and all of a sudden you make a couple stops. That's, hey, you're winning games right now. We're margins, small margins. That's what we got. See if they get a block here. That'd be all right. Dante Brown in for the field goal. It's going to be a 24-yarder left-to-right angle. Good snap, good hold. The kick is up, and the kick is... Good. Boy, Brandon Danders almost got held coming around the end on this sideline. But the defense, that's a win. They give up only three, but it's still a lead for the Griffins. 12.05 to go here in the fourth quarter. Missouri Western 17 and Fort Hayes State 13. Let's get Alon's Unlimited Sideline Report checking with Chris Roush. The bend-don't-break mentality uh, this Griffin defense has had. I mean, they have a couple big plays up for Fort Hayes, but the pressure they put on Mazzara there in the red zone that, that's been the biggest difference tonight. I mean, you've seen Mazzara make mistakes in the red zone. This Griffin defense has been all over him. I don't think anything bigger than third down right there, maybe outside the interception in the first half now that I think about it. <laughs> that one's probably a little bit bigger, too. <laughs> yeah, it was big. Yeah, they're, they're both big. Chris. My memory's not as great as it was three years ago. Yeah, no doubt. And our sideline reports brought to you by Lawns Unlimited. Quality and Services, 1983. And Griffin proud. 12.05 to go. We are in the fourth quarter. Griffin's up 17-10 on the fifth-ranked team in the country. And now let's see what they can do in the return game. It'll be Damon Wheeler Jr. and Donnell Hawkins back deep. You know, I'm not 17-13. 17-13. Yeah. yeah, I got you. I got your back, man. <laughs> That's why you're up here. 12.05 left here in the fourth. That's terrible at math, too, man. <laughs> After Brown gets the field goal of 24 yards, that's his second field goal in the game. Again, last week, Northwest only had one touchdown when they got in the red zone. Fort Hayes State doesn't have a touchdown when they've been in the red zone. The touchdown came from outside the red zone. So they've limited them to just one red zone touchdown. Two top ten teams these first two weeks. Here's the kickoff. Another sky what are kick, we doing? Are we very squ- short, and it's going to be a fair catch called for uh, made by Evan Shohan at about the 32-yard line. Griffs will take that, man. You kick it deep. What are we doing? I don't, I don't understand. I'll, I'll take that every time. Get the football outside the 30-yard line. I think he wanted that to be a little, in, in my estimation, if you're going to do that, that needs to be a little deeper, a little closer to the 20-yard line. Yeah, bang-bang collusion, kind of like how they did the, where we fumbled it and right. kind of muffed it. Yeah. So the Griffs have for the 33. Good field position. After the sky kick on the kickoff. So it's called sky Is that a real thing, a sky kick? Yep, it is. Jeez. Learn something every day. I'll you? tell you, that's why I came up here. <laughs> I came up here to learn all about the terminology. It's actually, it is a bucket list thing for me right now. 
Three receivers to the far side. Right tight end left is Vang. Here's zone read handoff. Bouncing outside. Pick it, Shamar. There he goes. Pick it. Shamar Griffith gets tripped up across the 45. First down run as he points for the first down. A 14-yard scamper for Shamar. And he's a, a shoelace away from maybe taking that to the distance. <laughs> Lightning in a bottle, man. I want to bottle this guy up. I want to make him an emoji. <laughs> Shamar now, after that 14-yard run, has 10 carries. How about 10 for 83 yards? He'll take 8.3 yards per carry. Yeah, that's not bad. Trips again to the far side, right, same formation. First and 10 from their own 47. Now the offense has some rhythm. Play-action pass, bubble screen right side, dropped by Eli Cunningham. It's not a live ball. Good job to try and go after it, but that was a forward pass. It's going to be incomplete. Got to make those catches. It's incomplete. Cunningham couldn't make the catch. He He had one earlier in the game. And that's second and 10. 11.38 to go here in the fourth. Some precipitation falling. It has been a little bit throughout the entire football game. Not really raining, just misting. Just teasing us. Hasn't really affected play for the most part. I like to score here and then have a heavy downpour. <laughs> That'd be all right. Yes, absolutely. Griffin second and 10 from their own 47. Derek Gray now the back brought in short motion. Back to throw. Plenty of time for Dom over the middle, and Broughton has to go down to make the catch. Boy, if he can catch that on the run, he's got a chance to make a play after that catch, but it's only going to be about a three-yard gain to the 50. So now a big third and seven from midfield. Broughton's second catch of the football game on that drag across the middle. thought Dom maybe felt he had a little more pressure. Yeah, he was off his his heels at that time. If he can step into that, lead him, and let him run with the football. They'll go with a four-receiver set. Joe Horn Jr. to the far side, right trip to this near side left. Griffin's right to left here in the fourth, up 17-13. Four minutes gone by in the fourth. Bad snap. Dom goes to get it. He'll try and run to the near sideline, and he'll get tackled from behind again about one, and that's going to do it. Bad snap from Edinger to the left of Dom Marino, and now is that Dom that's down? No, he's up. It was somebody else for the Griffins who's down at the 50-yard line. Chris, can you see who that is down there? Looks like 74. So that would be Jared DeVoe. I really can't tell. They're, they're just kind of over the top of him. I really can't tell what they're looking at. From I think here. it is Jared. He's been playing some tackle. He's been playing guard as well. I think he's in there right now for Tanner Hale at the guard spot. Yeah, the replay uh, it is 74. It is. Yep. So Jared DeVoe, again, the South Dakota State transfer in his second year with the Griffins. He's still only a junior, and the one thing with his offensive line, they've only got one senior in their top ten guys. So as good as this group has been and, and will be throughout the season, they're all back except for Tanner Hill. He's the only senior in this bunch. Well, that's what you love about it. Willie's be sending constant messages to his guys about growth and improvement, steady progress. He's not losing a ton. Yep, you're he, right. He's got these guys back, so why not send the message right now about what we need to be? And that's, that's, how, that's how I would do it if I was a coach. With a, with a bunch of young guys coming back, huge. I mean, coming out of halftime and not being excited about being at 7-7, right. but being a little bit pissed off about where we're at because they could have played better, that's perfect, man. Mm-hmm. Jared DeVoe is up now. He's been battling a knee injury. He missed a bunch of practice before the Northwest game, did suit for that game, but he's going to come off under his own power but limping pretty good. So Jared DeVoe will come to the sideline. They have some depth up front. They like their young guys. But, again, four of the five starters are back on the offensive line, and then they'll have four or five back next year, plus the depth that they have that we just talked about. Now let's see if the Griffs can put them deep. Special teams have played a pretty big factor in this game, especially for Western. Now Luke Tice 
who pinned Northwest inside their 24 times, has done it once to Fort Hayes State so far in this game. Can he do it again? Seen Luke in the GISC punting all week long. Let's see if he can pin him inside the 10-yard line. Good snap. I think it's going to be Rasmussen on the rugby-style punt. And a fair catch called for inside the 20 at about the 16-yard line. So they brought in Rasmussen for the rugby-style punt. It's going to be inside the 20, probably not quite as deep as what they wanted. They'll take it to the 15-yard line. Hayes backed up. They are down four, but that's a big stop for Hayes. And now, again, they've got the football with a chance to go take the lead. 17-13 Griffins with 10-17 to go here in the fourth quarter. Well, we trust the D right now. I mean, that's what we say. We trust the D. Yep. We control this. They've been playing hard. And uh, this is just another moment for them to shine. A couple of scores around the MIAA. We'll check that after this play. There's one final so far. Here's a snap back to Mazzara. Handoff left side. Hickman hitting the backfield and dropped. Defense, uh, no, excuse me, that's linebacker Anthony Williams. Good job to read that. Around the league, Northwest Missouri State wins at Washburn tonight, 38-17. Central Missouri all over Northeastern State, 55-10. Nebraska Kearney leads 31-27 at Central Oklahoma with 31 seconds to go. Pitt State now leads at Emporia State, 33-13 in the fourth quarter. And here we've got Western up 17-13. Mazzara under pressure off his back foot, oh. nearly intercepted it. He threw that into triple coverage that time, and great job by the Griffin defensive backs again. Almost thrown away, intended for Bieberly, and now a third and ten coming up. Well, here we go, man. I'm a little shaky if I'm the quarterback right now, throwing three picks, third and long against this D that's been just tough all night long. Uh, this is a big play. On the third down at the eight, they brought pressure. Let's see what Justin Richter does here, the defensive coordinator for the Griffins. Does he bring pressure to try and get rid of the football quickly? 9.45 to go here in the fourth quarter. 17-13 Western. A two-by-two formation. Hayes left to right. Snap back. They don't bring pressure, but Creighton gets there. It's going to be a slam pass. Kappa shy of the sticks. Great tackle by Sam Webb, and the Griffins will force a punt. It looks like it's going to be fourth and two from the 23. A great tackle after giving up the catch by Sam Webb. Oh, man. I've been loving this defense. I'm a defensive coach. I said it before. I love sitting up in here and watching guys. Sometimes you got to win dirty. you got to win games in the 60s in basketball. And right now, this is dirty, like and I that. love it. Absolutely. It is. They're flying tonight. Tell you what, the secondary has been phenomenal. Those three safeties in the corners. And, again, they're not really subbing in and out in the back seven. Here's a rugby-style punt. Oh, oh, line oh, drive. oh It's oh, cop on the oh, Griffins. It's Husky oh. at the 25-yard line. 20, 10, oh, dives inside the pylon. Touchdown, Griffins. A punt return for Missouri Western. James Husky on a line drive. He caught it to 25 and runs it in for six. Touchdown, Griffins. <laughs> big plays, baby. Big plays. I'm not sure how he caught it. I don't know what happened. That looked like a It was a line ball. drive rugby-style punt, and James Husky is like an interception. <laughs> I have no idea how he caught that football. Head on a swivel. He was playing linebacker, and it goes right into his belly. A, what a, a play. There's a flag with some extracurricular activity with yeah. Jabbar Miles and one of the Tigers. <laughs> Chris Roush, how did James Husky do that? I'm still trying to figure that out myself <laughs> because I saw him put it away, like kick it away, and I'm looking for it, and then I see Husky coming right at me. You guys remember over the weekend with the uh, punter that basically handed the ball off to the yes. guy on SportsCenter? That's about the equivalent. It's close to I'll ever see that again. The play, unsportsmanlike conduct, number five, Missouri Western. 
That penalty is assessed 15 yards on the kickoff. So the touchdown counts. James Husky's punt return. Yes, James Husky, the linebacker's punt return for a touchdown will count. Jabbar Miles gets an unsportsmanlike conduct after the score, so they'll tack on 15. Here's the replay on the on the <laughs> on the scoreboard. And again, Husky, he was just dropping in case <laughs> in, in case they were going to fake it. He was 10 yards essentially behind the line of scrimmage, and they punt it right to him on a line drive. Oh, blocked. blocked. And now it's going to be blocked, picked up by Hayes, and that could be a big oh. point. Now it's fumbled away, and it'll be on the ground loose. It's not going to matter. So they blocked the PAT to save a point, but the Griffins now have a two-score lead with 8.58 to go. Hayes was in this position last week, down 10 with five to go. They came back to win. Can the Griffins finish? Coach Wilson, Williamson has been preaching that the entire preseason. Well, they've got a two-score lead for the first time in the game on James Husky's punt return for a touchdown. 8.58 to go. We're in the fourth quarter. Listen to Missouri Western football on the Griffin Sports Network. And now the kickoff is from the 20-yard line after the unsportsmanlike conduct on Jabbar Miles. Now again, Tyler Bash had a touchback from the 30. Hey, bro's got the leg, man. He's got to go from the 20 now. But again, an unbelievable play on the last drive on the kickoff or the punt return by James Husky. Here is his kick. It's going to be high, pretty short. It's going to be a sky kick. It's going to be on the ground in a live ball at the 31-yard line, and they get back on it. Brock Broughton dove for it, and it's actually not going to end up being too bad at the 31-yard line from where they kicked off. Love the call. Love the call. So they try the sky kick, and they had more room because they were more spread out with having to to kick further away. The sky kick thing is really throwing me for a loop. It's officially going to be a 27-yard punt return for James Husky. And again, what a story. He's missed two years because of injuries. He tore his ACL in fall camp last year, battled through it, got an extra year, and as a senior, he is a leader of that defense. Now back to throw Mazzara. Going to sling it right down the football oh, field. We, Wide open geez. as Wendell Berger. He makes the catch. He beat Devin Burrell that time in the backup safety. Couldn't stay with him. And a big play on the first play of these set of downs up to the 33 into Griffin territory. You said it last week. Hayes did the exact same thing down five. And now they've got their tempo. They're going. They're going to push the pace a little bit. Be a 36-yard gain to Wendell Berger right down the seam. And, again, this is – to the defending champs. They haven't lost a game since 2016 in the league. You're going to have to earn this one. Absolutely. Mazzara again. There's some pressure up the middle. Basco will force him out. And oh, the ball is going to be thrown out to the near sideline incomplete. It was like an option pitch as Basca had him in his grasp, but falling down, Mazzara threw it forward underhand, essentially, and it falls incomplete. Started to do some Brett Favre stuff. He there. was. <laughs> Absolutely. Eight and a half to go here in the fourth. Missouri Western right now with a 23-13 to 13 lead. They lead the fifth-ranked team in the country. And that missed PAT could be big. We'll see. And it was a blocked PAT. Two-by-two formation. Missouri again back to throw. In the flat, going to be complete to Tigner. Good one-on-one tackle by Anthony Williams. Didn't let Tigner cut up inside. That's so – people know how hard that is with the type of speed and agility these guys have to do one-on-one on the outside third of the field to make those tackles. Six-yard gain, now third and four. 8.08 8.08 to go. We are in the fourth quarter. Third down four from the Griffin 27-yard line. In field goal range right now to make it a one-score game, but 
They want more than the field goal. Here comes the blitz again up the middle. He gets hit, throws it over the middle. It's up in the air and knocked down. Again, Sam Webb in coverage that time intended for Lane Bieberly. They brought the blitz. He threw it early, and they will not kick a field goal here. It would be a long one. He's made a 49-yarder, but Dante Brown is not coming on the field. This would be about a 45-yarder. They're going to go for it. Bold play. Bold play. Because, again, a field goal makes it a one-score game, and there's still 7.55 left. They're going to go for it on fourth and four from the Griffin 27-yard line. Hayes left to right. Watch the offsides call. Yep. Watch try to draw He's offsides. He's going to look to the sideline. Now they're going to call a timeout. Yep. Chris Brown's going to burn a timeout down 10. They Boy, when you're the- trying to rally and burning timeouts now, that's a big timeout they've got to burn. I thought they... They thought they were going to make a hard count call and try to draw us off yep. sides. Good discipline. Good discipline by the Absolutely. <laughs> the lack of discipline has been an issue, but there's good discipline on that one. Hey, do it when it matters. Absolutely. 7.55 to go here in the fourth quarter. 23-13 Missouri Western. Let's go down to the sideline again and get Alonzo a little bit of sideline report with Chris Roush. You guys mentioned the discipline. I don't know what the count is up to now on penalties-wise, but that was one of those huge discipline plays by the Missouri Western defense. We've seen a lot of bonehead penalties tonight from this group but when it's counted this defense this team has done it when it matters and right here's another big one well 14 for 147 yards again <laughs> you th- think about the yardage that they have lost the griffs have ran for 199 tonight they've have 277 of total offense but they have 147 yards and penalties. And if you would tell me that's that right there without the score, no doubt. There's no way Missouri Western's in this ballgame. I'm not sure I've seen a team win with that many penalties and that much yardage. But still a lot of time to go. They're going to bring the field goal unit on and make this a one score game. Again, his career long was made earlier tonight with a 49 yarder. This will be his second longest of his career. A left to right angle, 44 yard attempt from Dante Brown, the junior from Ontario, Canada. A little pressure here, though. It's, Absolutely. It's a big kick. Yep. Low snap. It's up. It is going to be off to the right. It is no good. <laughs> he missed it right. Yeah. Dante Brown's field goal is no good, and the Griffins keep it a two-score game with 7.49 to go here in the fourth quarter. Pressure bust pipes, baby. <laughs> so the Griffin offense, almost a chance to put this thing away. They go in and score seven. It's a three-score game. That's what we like. 7.49 left here in the fourth quarter. The Griffins trying to pull off an upset and essentially shock the MIAA. And what momentum they could get from this. I'd say it's an upset with a statement when you have a 144-yard penalty. Yes. You're trying to handicap yourself and say, (laughs) we played on one leg tonight. So now Dom Marino on the offense back out there. James Bailey is the back to start this drive. In the game... Dom is just 7 for 17 for 78 yards. They have struggled to throw the football tonight. But they've ran it effectively. Now Bailey goes off right tackle, breaking tackles, dragging defenders across the 32 to the 33-yard line, and a gain of six yards on first down for James Bailey. You know, I used to play midget football with the Bears. And, uh, Bill Beaver was my coach. And he always said, <laughs> drive your legs, drive your legs. That guy right there, driving his legs, getting extra yards. Bill Beaver knew what he was talking about. That's Sixth for sure. Sixth grade Bears, Gillette, Wyoming. Huh? Were you guys good? <laughs> yeah, we won it all, man. you kidding me? <laughs> With you, how could they not? <laughs> I was so soft in sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> the toughness came later? Yeah, the toughness came way later. <laughs> Call me Sticks Wicks in high school. <laughs> Second down and four football. At their own 33, the Griffins will take some time off the clock now. Two receivers to the left. 
Zone read again. Handoff hesitating as Bailey now accelerates for a first down and spins to the 40. There's six more yards for James Bailey. Now give him one more to the 41. Patience. He kind of did the Le'Veon Bell that time and wait behind the line of scrimmage and find the hole and then accelerate through it. Le'Veon Bell should have got him in my fantasy league. Uh, I'm not sure about that now. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not now. (laughs) Holdout time. Yeah. Boy, if they can continue to churn out first downs, run this clock down, they've got a two-score lead. They're going to be very patient right now. Here's essentially what they call now the four-minute offense. You want to run the football when they know you're going to run it and you can still run it. Boy, it's demoralizing. Can the Griffins get it done now? Six and a half to go in the fourth. Bad snap again. Fake handoff. Here's Dom. will make the first man miss, spin, and he's going to make something of nothing. There's a couple yards when it probably could have been a four- or five-yard loss. Yeah, that could have been bad news. That could have been bad news. Great, great catch by Dom. It was a one-handed catch on the snap. Hayden's kind of had some snaps to the left of Dom where he's had to go get the football. Now Bailey will come out of the football game. Derek Gray back in. Boy, they've got a good rotation with those backs. Shamar Griffith, Derek Gray, James Bailey all getting the job done. Doms ran for 70 yards. Griffith, 69. Gray, 44. Bailey, 19. Great teams don't care who gets the credit. It is a true running back by committee. Whoever's hot, they're going to feed. And then if you're tired, get out. We'll get the next guy. That's right, baby. Second down, eight. In motion, Joe Horn, Jr. They're going to go zone read. Hand off to Joe. Gets hit in the backfield and dropped for a loss. Doyen Jaboyu, again, he is the safety was first team all conference a year ago. He read the fly sweep that time, and Joe's had two positive gains for 14 yards. That time, though, dropped for a four yard loss back to the 38 yard line. Great, great read by the defense. Now, this time, are you going to are you going to still run some clock, or are you going to try to make a play and kind of put this thing out of reach if you get another first down? Yeah, if you just run it, you can waste 40 more seconds. But again, you have to punt the football back. 5:14 to go. The way the defense has been playing, you got a lot of confidence in the D right now. Yeah, don't do anything crazy here to give it back. That's essentially how Hayes won the game last week against UCM, a turnover in their own end. Back to throw is dumb. You're not going to take off and run. Has some space. Can he break a tackle? No, man, what a great stick that time by Doyen, but Jaboyu again. Boy, a one-on-one stop to get Marino and his shiftiness, and it's going to be a four-yard gain. They call timeout. And Hayes calls their second timeout. So now that they're down to one timeout, essentially for them, unless they can score in a hurry, they're going to have to do an onside kick because they're not going to be able to kick the football deep to try and get a three and out and use your timeout. So, again, with only one timeout left, that handicaps Fort Hayes State. That's good for the Griffins. But now you need a a big kick from Luke Tice or Rasmussen, whoever's going to punt the football now. Defensively, you just play your game. You don't play prevent. You just keep playing what you've been playing. Be aggressive. You you stay aggressive. You stay aggressive. You stay physical. And you do what you've been doing all game long. Boy, how many times do you see that when a team's leading and then all of a sudden they're starting to play prevent and then teams are just picking them apart, getting 10, 15 yards yeah. every single play? They say prevent prevents you from winning. Absolutely. <laughs> so Teams stop being aggressive. Yeah, you just do what you've been doing. Let's see who's going to punt the football. It will be Luke Tice. So far in the game, Tice has averaged 42.2 yards per punt with a long of 51. So he's punted pretty well tonight. I like this kid, man. I, I like when guys, after last week at Northwest, he's in the he's in the guest punting, getting extra reps in. Yeah, struggled a little bit. Came back and did pin him inside the 24 times, but had a 16-yarder that set up a touchdown. Hayes looks like they're going to come after it. They do. Good protection. He gets it away. Nice. High Look booming punt again. Back inside the 10. Beaverly Look makes the that. catch at the five-yard line. Nowhere to go. Look going to be that. wrapped up, and then he bounces off the tackle. But still, <laughs> they continue the pursuit and tackle him at the seven-yard line. 
Devin Burrell, Evan Shohan, Brock Broughton, James Husky, even Jack Muncy, the long snapper back there to get the tackle. You can't get a better punt than that. I mean, that boomed him back there. Great hang time. Practice pays off, baby. That is a 52-yard punt and about a two- or three-yard return. That is about it. Give Luke Ty some credit because now they've got to go a long way. Inside the 10 at the 8-yard line. 4.38 to go here in the fourth. 23-13 Griffins. Can the defense continue what they've done all game long? Here's Mazzara. Going to step up. Gets hit! He's down! And there's flags that are going to be thrown, but they sack him back at the two-yard line. He had to scoot forward or else it's a safety, and he falls down. The Griffins get the sack. It's going to be against Ford Hayes State. But, again, I think they take the play, and it'll be second down back at the two-yard line. Because otherwise, it's half the distance and it's still first down. This is exactly what we're talking about. Stay aggressive, keep attacking, yes, keep attacking. Absolutely. It's holding, but they'll decline it. It's going to be second down and 16 from the two. Justin Richter, in his first year as the defensive coordinator, was on staff a year ago, but well, he's called a good game. Some blitzes at some key moments. Getting in there, I think it was Arnold Creighton who got in there and knocked him down. Donovan Lukens was right there. Great swim to the inside. I think that was Creighton. So from the two, snap back to Mazzara. He's going to scramble to the near side under pressure again. He scrambles and throws it on the near sideline, threw it away. Great pursuit again. Donovan Lukens, the redshirt freshman, going after him. And he has to throw it away. Now it's third and 16 from their own two-yard line with 4.14 to go here in the fourth quarter. Western leading the fifth-ranked team in the country. This team has not lost a league game since 2016. They went undefeated last year in the league. Here's Mazzara from the end zone again. Third down and 16 from his own two. Here comes the pressure. They sling it in the end zone to the far side left, and James Husky will chase him down. Tigner will get back to the original line of scrimmage, but no more. And Fort Hayes State will go three and out after Luke Tice's punt. Gets him inside the 10-yard line. Again, you'd love to go for it and try and continue, but essentially there's no way you can do it down inside your own 10. <laughs> that would have been a heck of a I mean, If you do that, man, you're telling me, hey, this is all or nothing. Yes, absolutely. This defense has been phenomenal. Outstanding. Flying around, giving up a little bit of yardage, but not a ton for as many plays as Fort Hayes State has in this game. And being opportunistic. That's just been the containment that's been so crucial. Yep. Here's the snap back to Dante Brown. Again, he had a horrible punt last time. The low line drive again. It's, they didn't have anybody back deep. They were just going to let it go. Don't want to have a mistake of some sort. Let, the, let it roll down. Let some clock run off. Griffins will take over with 3.18 to go, trying to seal the victory as they have it at their own 37-yard line. A three and out for the Griffin defense after the big punt by Luke Tice. Let's go down to Chris Roush on the sideline. You guys brought it up. Missouri had almost no time on that possession. Creighton, big part of it. That Second down play, we had to throw it a, throw it away to the near sideline over by us. Creighton was there chasing from the back end. The pocket, there was almost no pocket that entire possession there for Fort Hayes State. Yeah, their offensive line is worn down. And the Griffins, again, have so many guys they can rotate at D-line. That's a big advantage they have over a lot of teams. And it's gotten a lot better when Willie took over. He said we had about three dudes that could probably play. <laughs> and now they've got about 12 they can rotate in those four positions. Recruiting is the lifeblood, and he, they've done a great yep. job. They've got a ton of really good young players in their first or second year. Hand off to James Bailey, hesitates, tries to find a hole, and a pretty good surge by the offensive line, and he's going to stay on his feet. Just get a couple, but 
Hey, Again, he just want a four-minute offense. You yep. call this four-minute offense. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm just watching that clock. I'm just like like, like poison, man. <laughs> slow drip. Down to three minutes to go here in this fourth quarter. Griffin's by ten. And again, Central Missouri made mistakes to help Hayes win last week. They gave him a, a football, essentially. They fumbled away a snap late in the game inside the ten and set up Hayes inside the ten-yard line. Griffin's not making the mistakes here late in this fourth quarter. We haven't turned the ball over. You know, and in basketball, you throw yep. the ball out of bounds, you still got a chance to defend. Right. Yep. <laughs> We've been doing penalties, but we haven't made a lot of a lot of turnovers. Here's a handoff inside. It's going to be a trap. As running in the Vang was James Bailey. He's going to get three more to the 42. And Chris Brown has just the one timeout left. He had to burn one and then think about if he wanted to kick the field goal or not. He ended up kicking it, and they missed it. Would have made it a one-score football game. Now with 2.18 to go. With one first down, the Griffins will win this game. They're in great shape, obviously, right now. Hayes has got to get a stop to have any chance. Then they'd have to go score quick and get an onside kick. The clock now under two minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. Third down, football's at the 42. It's third and five, right between the hash marks as the Griffins move right to left. Snap back to Dom. It's going to be a handoff to Bailey running to the right side. I think it's going to be illegal formation. He wow. has the first down, but a flag comes out. I believe they, I'm not sure they had six in the line of scrimmage. <laughs> Unless it, it may have been offsides on Fort Hayes State. He's got a first down run. Let's see what the penalty is. <laughs> it's better be against them. It's going to be against them. It is. Luke Vang is pointing to him. It's offsides. Yeah. That's, I mean. Well, with that first down carry by James Bailey, this football game is over. Missouri Western is going to shock the MIAA, and they will upset the fifth-ranked team of the country in Fort Hayes State. Tell you what, man, it's been a pleasure to be up here in this box with you. The juice is loose tonight, baby. The juice is loose tonight. We need you more often now all of a sudden. <laughs> it's a big win. A big, big win. Five straight losses to end last season. A loss to open up this year despite playing well at Northwest Missouri State. And now a statement win, and they didn't even play their best football. Well, as it tells you what Coach Willie's doing with the program. Yep. I mean, that's a big, big deal. Culture, consistency, competitiveness, recruiting, all those things going to play. And you see the need, feel the need after year one. And he's done an amazing job. couple yards for James Bailey again up the middle. He's the bigger back of these guys. And, again, now they're starting to feel it. You can see some of the guys on the sideline. Yeah. I'm feeling it, man. Boy, what a, what a huge win for this football team. And now you're going to go to a Central Missouri team that's also 1-1. They lost to this team in a similar type game. A winnable game. They're without their starting quarterback right now, UCM is. Yeah. So... If you could somehow go two and one against the preseason top three teams in the in this conference, hey, here we go, man. You never know. Here we go. Why not? Victory formation for the Griffins. Don Marino kneels it down. That's the last time he'll have to do that. And the Griffins have upset the fifth-ranked team in the country in Fort Hayes State. Missouri Western will defeat the Tigers 23 to 13 as Missouri Western snaps a six-game skid. And they even up their record at 1-1. And it's the Tigers' first loss in league play since 2016. Missouri Western 23. Fort Hayes State 13. What a win for the Griffins. They knock off Fort Hayes State. Let's get a break. We'll come back with the High V Postgame Show as we continue with Missouri Western football right here on the Griffins Sports Network.